You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 14. sticking around here, but she's gonna, like, defer to you guys if you guys are really tired. Uh, she's feeling pumped. I mean, she can't get knocked down. She just well, destroyed those guys with the middle of the single-handedly. We don't, we don't need to sleep. I mean, we're not God, gonna benefit from extended rest. Uh, we so. could expect this weird evil pillar, and we could probably Ooh. see if there's any extent to how yes. this cave goes. Damon, excited. It could excited. be a cave or a tunnel. Nature check. Takes teeth from the beholder. Ooh. 19 plus 19. Yeah, that works. You take all the teeth. I yeah, tried to take one, teeth. and I took his entire mouth. <laughs> yeah. You took some teeth from me to hold it. Yeah. <laughs> How big is a, is a beholder tooth of that, that side? It was like medium? So it would like, be like. Big and fangy. Like that big? Like you think like. Yeah, that would just be gross. Big and medium. Here's a medium-sized creature. I think it sort of looks like a shark jaw. It was a large creature, first of all. Oh, large. And second of all, it's not. It wouldn't be comparable to any other large creature because it's mostly head. It's a head, the size of a large creature. So would you say like a foot and a half, maybe? Uh, I think it'd be a lot bigger than a foot and a half. Yeah. How big is a tooth? So you're carrying around a giant tooth. It's gotta be like this big. They're they're not amazing. I take one. And additionally, Damon has collect in his collection. Scales of a black dragon, a blue dragon, volcanic dragon. And the, yeah, remember that. But he's collected along the way. Where is the black dragon? The, one that the volcanic the, dragon the scale just keeps burning his hand when he reaches into his pack and accidentally touches it. Awesome. That's pretty cool. And he just gets happy every time it does. I know. He's like, ow, that hurt. Awesome. Amazing beast. Dude, I know he has to throw that in like in his bed at night up here in the yeah, back. Yeah, so you know, good. You know what? In my, gla- in my gauntlets, I'm like, This is probably volcanic. the equivalent of, like, merit badges. Like, you probably have a sash and then, like, little scales. <laughs> I'm almost life. <laughs> Alright, so you have so you have the, the tooth. Yeah, I have the tooth. I take the tooth with me. I might make him something awesome later. Like a hat. Yeah, like a hat. Or a beard. Alright. A mustache. Um, Dalman, uh, Checks and uh, goes and checks out the area to see if there are only if there's only one way to move forward. It seems like there's an obvious path forward, but he wants to see if there's any like sort of like other like little tunnels. It's a dead end. Icy places. Oh, it's a dead end. Over there on the edge, doesn't go any further. Yay! Damn. Goes over here. Yep. Okay. It does not keep going. Do we can we like walkie talkie to uh, Stallo outside and see if anything's going on out there? Yep. He responds. He says, "How is it going in there?" A lot quieter than before. He says, he says, nothing out here. Uh, he says, the wind dropped down a bit. Pretty good weather for traveling. That's all I need so to hear. So he's doing him now? You're doing stuff? I was doing him most of the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Dalman, uh... Oh. Then he says, lots of stuff going on out here. <laughs> Dalman starts pacing. I mean, you know, I've been here for maybe a half an hour, hour checking it out, right? With all the yeah. stuff that they've done. Earth. Or it doesn't like so, that there are like uh, bodies in the walls. It yeah, kind of an uncomfortable place. You're trying to find a place like lean or hang out. Yeah, it's just like, like a hand. Uh, Hugh tries to do a pretty thorough search of the place because 
we were looking for the Philosopher's Temple, and this was the only structure we've seen thus far. Yeah, you did. You took 20, because okay. there's no time pressure. This is it. And, uh, and all you found you was the, the uh, that treasure, everything else. Um, in the back there, that collapsed rocks yes. does appear to be, uh, perhaps used to be a cave. And after, you know, kind of moving some of the rocks and, and figuring it out, Aurora is able to, uh, with her great knowledge of mining and dungeoneering, is able to tell that uh, if this did collapse. Looks like it used to be a tunnel, but about X years ago, a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago. Hmm. You can tell because of the way the lichen kind of grows at a certain rate. She puts her finger in the dust. Very closely, uh, very carefully, all this sensitivity tries to see if he can sense any sort of draft, any sort of wind Magical or air draft? that's passing through this um, you know this uh, this kind of collapse to see if there's any if there's a, uh, there a the noticeable tunnel beyond uh, beyond the wreck of the rubble Damon feels absolutely nothing coming through <coughs> the rubble whatever passageway there used to be there if it was open to somewhere that would create a draft it is completely closed now this collapse is probably uh, is probably quite deep into there and based on the date Matches up with the spell play. Wow. Well, which is not an unusual occurrence no. in the world. You go, oh, another thing that collapsed a hundred years ago during the spell plague. <laughs> Entire enough. empires fell. That's enough for Daemon, and he's satisfied that this place is all there is. He's uh, ready to move on. He's probably getting a little fidgety then. Were there any markings on those pillars out front, or did we not? Uh, we didn't check them out. We went inside first, I think, and we haven't. I mean, the altar to. Garam Naram, Gana Dor. I don't know if anybody who knows anything about religion wants to look at that. Gana to you, it just looks like some weird evil pillar thing, but that's about as far as it goes. Aurora wants to check it out with her, with her inclinations toward religious things. Yeah. All right. Um. Where's my religion check? Oh, uh, nineteen. Gana is one of the undergarden. Uh, yeah. It's an aspect of, uh, of torture, of, of death, and aberrations. Um, it's worshipped by many uh, beholders um, to bring mouthers. Uh, all the things that, that are, are obviously uh, crafted less by nature and more by the dark gods or darker magics. Mm-hmm. Uh, as such, is is. Uh, especially in this aspect, his followers actively, they, they don't always wait around in, in places, they actively go out to, uh, they see kind of human and higher civilizations as an attempt to kind of uh, wipe out aberrations. Because uh, hmm. of all just kind of law and buildings and all this kind of stuff. So they actively go out to corrupt the world more in Ganador's image. Ooh, like Brenda. Oh, my <laughs> right. right. Okay. So hmm. actually, every Unpleasant. every aspect in picture Gondor is slightly different. It is, is it always possible, shifting, always changing. Is it possible to destroy and or deface this item? Yeah, it's carved from uh, stone. You can tell it's stone brought up from the Underdark. Whoa! Or spends the rest of the day trying to just chip this thing into dust. The rest of the day? As much as she Brandis can meets. until people leave. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty old pillar stone. Uh, you can tell it's been here for a long time, and or with her knowledge of how to hit things with hammers and natural dwarven knowledge of stone, 
it'll f- get a few pressure points and just a few swings. Brace Sweet. it down. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Anti-Bahamut, if ever I heard it. Put it in the gun. You feel a sort of door. energy uh, move through you, all of you do, when it comes smashing down. Some sort of uh, some sort of wave comes over you. The sort of thing you are now more accustomed to feeling as you become more attuned in this world to the uh, evil to the uns- to the unseeable things and uh, and evil things. But you definitely feel like some sort of presence has been released. Yeah. And not released. Absorbed into banished. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I like that word better. Indigestion. One has one eye and the other eyes. Um, a little shiver down the spine. Instead of uh, risking uh, looking stupid, let's chop the ice web stuff on our way out. Oh, yeah. good idea. Instead of trying to, yeah, trying through, to jump through it. Looking <laughs> silly. So we're Brandis just destroying the place. We're trashing it. Brandis, ah. I, I love adventures. While they don't you guys are doing this research, Brandis just wants to steal from, from the corpses <laughs> and destroy as much as they can on the way out. It. So, well, Aurora does. See what is there any That's indication that this cave was like anything other than just a natural cave dedicated to some evil guy? There's a tunnel, but I don't know. Could the Philosopher's Temple be down a? Aurora's been spending her time, tunnel? kind of, you know, even if she's not actively doing it, it's just a part of her that she can uh, that she can never shake. Is just watching the watching the stone, watching the formations. You know, anytime she's underground, she's like more comfortable now that she's been in a while. You know. Mm. Even though it's a little it's tiny good cave to be in a, a mountain, cave, even if it's an ice cave full of corpses. Yeah, she's like, but at least it's at least it's in a mountain. At least it's not bowed. <laughs> and it feels like a completely natural formation for the most part. The part that collapsed over there possibly had been uh, had been carved out at one point, hmm. but it is uh, completely no collapsed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the play happened a hundred years ago. Roughly. Roughly. How, how old's Damon? Damon's in his 50s. Okay, I thought Late you were... Late 50s. Oh, were no, sorry. Them. Mid-50s. Oh, so there are, like, a lot of elves probably around that were around during this period. That's yeah. interesting. That's Old, an interesting thought. Older ones. Yeah. yeah. Older ones. It's, not, it's, it's, it's recent history. Not ancient history. history. Kind of like, uh... Uh-huh. I'm set up more jokes. All right, there appears yeah, to be nothing more good. in this cave of note, as you have definitely okay. poured over every inch of it. Get that By now, Brandis and Ren are just about done chopping and burning the ice web. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Good job, in guys. In the back, just cutting it all up. That was definitely Ren is just stoked because he couldn't do any fire stuff when they were on the boat because it scared him that he would melt the boat. <laughs> again. And so now that he gets... Fire, fire, fire! Yeah, he already Everybody did that once, and he didn't want to do it again. So now he likes setting stuff and fuego. And so the the added challenge of setting an ice web on fire, it uh, it just called to him. And you can tell that this is definitely you know like not man made, but definitely made by some sort of creature, possibly the ones inside to help creature. trap those that came inside so that they cannot retreat from the battle. So let's go then. It was just not if harmful enough is... that you're like, all right, we can get through this and see what's on the other side. But then when you're running in terror because you see a beholder, well, apparently the evidence shows when some there were not many that terror. succeeded in that running away. Successful it's enough. ones who don't run away who succeed. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Maybe everyone wants to try to run. No All right, so with the web gone, you can travel back through the series of uh, um, twists and turns that led you to this place. 
in the first place. So is the, uh, the, is the weather holding outside? It was a, nice. a it was fair when we spied the place, then terrible when we were trying to get there. Now it's fair again, or yeah, now it's uh, actually quite fair. And in fact, uh, fair is It is nicer than Dalen had pretended. Ooh, excellent. Whoa, no disturbing. He usually is right on. Well, it's fine. Yeah, Except. it is an unusual calm in the weather that, uh, well, the, like I said, disturbs yeah. him. You go, wow, it's nice weather. That's shitty. Yeah, I'm like, that's dangerous. The indigestion again. Hmm. Uh, should we go? Should we make for the uh, the the summit to take advantage of this oh, break yeah. breaking the elements? Who knows how long it will last? Sure. I mean, uh, we're on a different mountain. Maybe we can see something else from up here. Yar. Absolutely. It's a mountain. Up we go. I'm sad. I was hoping this Shard. was going to be it. Sure. It was. Ren still wants to point out that because he's a gnome, he likes pointing this out. He is technically climbing twice as high proportionally than everyone else. It just means we've else. attached a rope and we're dragging and you. And he is as fast also as having to move twice as fast proportionally. He also complains twice as much as everyone else. Interesting. That's true. It doesn't matter. Twice. Twice as many him talking about how it takes more effort for him to do what all of you guys do has come up more than twice. Uh, does it take twice as long as it used to? It's a giant ramp. No, it's accessible. Accessible. This mountain. One of those little up chairs up the no left. Gren no looks access. at Damon and says, It's not so easy to climb when you don't have a hippogriff to fly you up, is it? Damn, oh, oh, Looks at him. Kill him! Shoots Gren this says, Kill him. Damon thinks about it and leaves. He decides uh, he'll just fly up to the next chunk of the mountain and let Ren come up behind his. So faster, as half as fast, as twice as much as he wants. <laughs> Q doesn't have the best social skills, but even he knows that that was pretty bad. Uh, Aurora says so. Aurora's a little bit incensed by this behavior of Ren's, and though she she doesn't always want to fight fight Damon's battles for him, she just kind of looks at him and goes, "Dude, too soon." <laughs> soon. Rude. You hear a muffled. <laughs> And you look over and you see that Frida, the ball of white fur, has fallen <laughs> over and she is having trouble rolling back onto her feet. Her helps her. Oh. But Frida like, heartily, as if she's not a child. Like, ah, uh, here you go. Here, pull you out. Here you go, she gets up and she just looks embarrassed ball. as she takes her, her pikes or her little uh, climbing picks and just she continues. She did the last battle. Yeah, she, she did the did. teleporting thing. She did the rending the flesh thing. Yeah, oh, and yeah. she pokeballed the beholder. Yeah, that was yeah tough. she sure she did. Pokeballed the beholder. She sure did. She has a pokeball beholder. She has a pokeball power. Pokeball holder. <laughs> it takes the thing and banishes it into her orb until they save. Well, all right. That's how I describe so do people it. fall down like the mountain? Because she uses yeah, so as they get up to where Dylan landed from his flying, they find a half dome of snow about. 30, 30 feet long that's just completely caved out of the mountain and Damon's walking foot, his footsteps walk away from it he clearly went up to where he could be safe fucking unleashed hell and then kept going oh he had a temper tantrum up there Aurora is so insightful she knows that's what happened and just kind of well, I mean it's pretty obvious yeah it's like, like oh wish I'd seen that <laughs> All right. Yeah. You no more, no yeah. more is said about it from her. From so you guys continue your journey up to the top of this next peak in your ever-continuing journey to find the elusive 
Philosopher's oh. Temple. Ugh. I thought that tone. tone. Yes, Kala, are you sure we weren't looking for a beholder cave? Cause... It might have been a beholder. <coughs> that was my best friend. I don't know. He's really changed since college. Alright, so. Sure Give me another round of athletics and endurance checks. Endurance oh, checks get a uh, bonus for Damon's predicting the weather. Although right yeah. now his prediction is wrong, <laughs> but the calm weather is giving you the bonus anyway. Oh, someone should put on that belt. Yes. I did. That's a good thing. Um, I'm calling I did, but even even so. Uh, of course you did. Like I said, you, did. you can change. When it's a good idea to have more than one set of gear. For yeah, a, check, a check like this is something you can... 22. Nice. Plus uh, so plus the difficulty is the difficulty is nineteen. Just tell me pass or fail. Yes. Pass. Positive. Pass. Um. So roll. Yes, I. He pass. wasn't here last time for I'll all of the extra endurance. Just a check for mountain climbing. And it is. And you get a bonus to endurance. Is that correct? Plus five. Plus oh, five. Yeah. You got it. Nineteen. Thank Yay. You. Sweet. All right. Not feeling too <coughs> feeling cold, good about the feeling good about the battle that you just overcame. First ever time you've encountered one of these creatures of legend. They are notoriously extraordinarily dangerous, but of course, no problem for. Uh, yeah, that's exactly that's how we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a pushover. Oh my god, I'm still bleeding. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still bleeding. Get the penicillin. But. Kind of reminiscing about the battle as you climb up the mountain and uh, and hope that you just know that just over this next peak you're gonna find it. Not even sure what it is, but you figure you'll know when you see it. You get to the top of the peak the same day, right around the end of the day. The sun is setting. The Sherpa lets you know that you're gonna have to find a place to camp soon for the night. But you manage to get up to the top, and with it. You can see out across with the clear weather to all over a whole bunch of more mountain peaks. Just not quite in every direction, but definitely down one way and the way you came from. And you see no temple, and you see a lot more mountains. Damn. And a nice sunset. However, from from the unusual good visibility here, you can... You can easily, from a distance, rule out certain places, and you'll be able to basically skip to kind of the far, uh, the far part of the mountain range that you can see to kind of just move on to the next area and uh, kind of skip going to a lot of these other peaks because you can you can fairly well see it. You know, you'll be able to see the other side of the mountain. Hugh spends some time with his keen eyes looking around, making sure there aren't any more uh, strange caves that might be the Philosopher's Temple. So sad. <laughs> It's like this is gonna be it, and it's like oh, they had it. magical glowing fire on the top of the pillars. I know. It's the come hither I'm fire. So it's the sure. come on in. It's great in here. Maybe it used to be something really Never important. Never mind these spider webs. Brandis, while we camp, the voices is concerned that perhaps Kala is an is idiot. Confused and mix up the words, and we're not looking for the philosopher's temple, but. Temple philosopher, philosopher, and it's just a guy who philosophizes about temples. <laughs> right. He's dead. He's now. in a temple somewhere. He's dead now. When they get He's up to the, when they get up to the peak and they look out and they just see an ass ton of more mountains, <clears throat> Ren secretly uh, says to himself, "Huh, 
I wonder if this is actually better than the Underdark. <laughs> well. Brandon says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> About what Brandon sensed what Ren was thinking and said, yes. <laughs> and the rest of the group looked at him like, what? <laughs> yeah. Brandon's a check. I can tell what I know what you were. I know what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Is there any, like, as we look over it's at this mountainscape... Is there any sort of, like, valley that seems like we could kind of journey into it? I mean, is there any way through these mountains except for up and over? Because it seems like... I mean, not not that I'm questioning Stalo and his infinite wisdom, but I'm questioning Stalo just in his... maybe. Stalo's already wisdom. asleep. He's just... I mean, this is an efficient guy. He's already camped <laughs> up and he's... And right as he dozes away, he says, If you don't fall asleep now, you'll regret it in the morning. And he just closes his eyes. He's gonna kill you. <laughs> are, we all, are we gonna sleep in our magical portal cabin, or... Nope. Is Ren digging a snow cave? Yes. Ren is digging a snow cave. Ren digs a snow cave. <laughs> Huge. Uh, you could roll a uh, nature check to uh, to kind of try to see if the, you might be able to know better than Stallo, the happy hunchback. I know. That's what I want to do. We got some weather. Might as well roll a nature check. It's a 21. 2. 22 total? 22 total. Oh. Low roll. Um, kind of looks around and... He's not able to spot any path that looks better than the one Stallo kind of pointed out. As he said, you know, that's the path we'll take. Uh, you know, it's there's a lot of land there. There could be, but uh, just nothing that nothing that stood out to him. Yeah. Thinks back to this guy has been doing with, it his whole life. Damon thinks back to the time he spent with the Goliaths and really just feels like he could really use some of their mountain prowess at this moment. But uh, kicks some snow and heads for the tent or the hole or whatever it is. You poor man's Goliath. Yeah, the shelter. Aurora sets up a tent. Yeah, it takes her a little while, but she sets up a tent. Ren, actually, before he gets into his snow cave to go to sleep, decides to do the group a favor and again casts his... Hand uh, of Fate? Endure Elements. Water of Endure Elements. Oh, huge. Oh, yeah. Um, because... That's important. What's up, That's going to be nicer when I go to bed. Because then you won't freeze all night. It's going to be... Damn it. Secretly pulls up the scale of the volcanic. Oh, there's no check, so we're just good. So it just means what? It means that you suffer no ill effects from ambient temperatures between negative 100 or negative 50 and 140. Okay. Cool. Oh, 20 gold pieces. That's not bad. That evening, as you fall asleep, after you fall asleep, and before we wake up, and before you wake up, you find yourself experiencing a most vivid dream. Much like the ones you have been experiencing before, although this one is even more clear, feels even more real than the two previous dreams you experienced of Dam and, and Hugh's path. Dan set the scene. Uh, a glorious banquet with many noblemen and fine ladies and gentlemen of noble birth, um, including a king. Um, there's uh, some princes and princesses there, and in extravagant noble clothing, <coughs> sitting with the princes, is Brandis. Um, and is uh, telling uh, some stories, not his usual uh, crazy elaborate Brandis stories, but... Uh, just kind of chit-chatting and um, mingling amongst the rich folk. 
and dressed richly. Weird. He is dressed quite richly. How young is he looking? Um, he's looking about as he is now. Maybe awesome. a year or two younger. Two years younger. I I tell. We wouldn't well. know. Brandis is eternal. <laughs> um, Brandis <laughs> aged when he hit puberty. <laughs> just, oh man! Uh, like, big, like big, except for, like. Um, all right, let's more. keep. Oh, come on, let's keep. keep um. Yes. Yeah, uh. And um. Yeah, I hadn't. Uh. Yes. And what is more, he saying? More characters. Um. He is uh, leaning over to the princess, princess there, and whispering something into her ear, and she blushes. <laughs> Who's playing the princess? I'll play the princess. <laughs> I knew it. All right. The princess seems to like Brandis. Why, Brandis? You do flatter me. <laughs> awesome. This is awesome. What does he, he say to her? I mean, um, uh, well, what he originally said. To a princess. Uh, you do not hear. It is uh, certainly something um, reserved for. The privacy of the bedroom. But uh, but then lets out a hearty laugh and says privacy of a bedroom. And says (laughs) (laughs) and says uh, oh oh yes uh, you make me feel young again and uh, and lets out a hearty laugh and says I should tell you the time that I um, dueled the nobleman of the south he was a rapscallion. She gets all doughy eyed and like sighs a little bit and she says. A life outside of the court would be so glamorous. <laughs> Who's someone else that's around the table? Um, would be the captain. <laughs> would be the, uh, the captain of the guard. Who wants to play the captain of the guard? I'll play the captain of the guard. What's the yeah. captain of the guard like? Captain of the guard is a uh, gruff, uh, scary-looking guy and is absolutely sure he recognizes Brandis as a member of a group of highway bandits from two provinces to the south. Ah, <laughs> he yeah. is giving Brandis the evil eye from across the table, not only because <laughs> yeah. uh, he's pretty sure that he is a highway bandit, absolutely, but sure. because he has also got a thing for the lady of the court, and he is pissed that Brandis is, seems to be winning her over. Oh, he says, he says, to, and he, he, he boldly says to Brandis... <clears throat> Was that duel? Did that happen to be when you were robbing a guy? Were you robbing the man, or were you simply dueling him? Um, Brandis uh, stops for a moment and uh, looks a, a bit nervous. A B conversation and says, "I'm, I'm, I'm sure uh, it, it was a fair fight. It was a duel that was sanctioned by the the ruling nobles of the of the area. It was nothing." Nothing of that sort. Unsavory. I don't know what you're I'm not talking an about. Fellow. This is I. He says, "Good sir, I, I'm a noble of the house of Grithna, and I take offense to your accusation." The captain says, "I mean no offense. I simply you look familiar. Hate you. You seem familiar to me, and I'm trying to place where I may know you from." It's another character. Um, the king. Who I be king? Okay. Do it. King. <laughs> What's the uh, um, describe the king, the king a bit? Uh, does not know Brandis from uh, before um, and <clears throat> is neutral on him. <clears throat> Could possibly be swayed by people who like or dislike Brandis. Is he concerned about the accusations? Uh, uh yes. Mm-hmm. 
kind of, I'm actually a guy with really, like, bushy eyebrows that kind of take up a lot of his head. He's got the ca- classic kingly beard that's, like, ca- carefully groomed every day and, like, brushed by its, by concubines. And... <laughs> sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sounds really good. Um, and, and he kind of, the, the brows kind of knit together a little bit. And he turns to the captain of the garden and he, and he says... Not idly must uh, must one make such accusations as this to our fine guest. After all, he's quite popular. And he kind of eyes the princess. Kind of, almost as kind of a warning to her, like, you don't know who this guy is. Let's let's be let's be sensible, princess. And then he, then he turns so and, well and he goes, Tell me more about this this man you you think Brandis is Lord Brandis is and why you may feel this way. And he leans cap- back. The captain of the guard says, chair. I make no accusations about Lord Brandis. He seems like a, f- a decent fellow, but the name Brandis has been heard once or twice in these parts. Brandis suddenly stands up and says, Here, here! <laughs> there is he someone- raises his mug! There is someone else in the room that, uh, that agrees with the captain of the guard and has definitely uh, also seen Brandis uh, in this place. Who is he? A guard. Another guard. Or a guard. Who's playing the guard? I guess I will play the guard. I was assuming it would be Sam. I will. All right. Will what is he? Uh, so this guy is uh, is very sure and didn't want to say anything. Didn't want to say anything out of turn because Brandis is a respected person here. But after the captain of the guard kind of bringing it up, he uh, he is adamant about uh, he is adamant about it and he is absolutely sure of what he saw, and he will. Um, so go ahead. Uh, we'll say his name is Rodolfo. Rodolfo, uh, tense and slightly furious, makes his way privately to the captain of the guard and he says, Captain, I don't mean to rush, but I am almost certain that that man is the man who stripped me of my clothing after he robbed my lady's carriage on the road two months ago. <laughs> At this moment, Brandis leans over to the princess and says, That guard over there, he looks familiar. She says, Has he, has he been assigned in this area for long? She says, I, I don't know why. He's, he's been with us for, for quite some time. <laughs> Surely he has. And keep wondering he's why not everyone's so, whispering. He's not been through such wild Nobody whispers in my yourself. court during dinner. She says, <laughs> tartly to the king, Daddy, I'm in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> the captain of the guard... That's what that is. The captain of the guard begins to uh, stroke his beard like this, which is a signal to the other guards that are at the uh, various entrances and exits of the room to make ready. Oh, jeez. Does does Brandis know notice that? uh, Does he? uh, (laughs) Does don't 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 roll anything. Don't roll anything. Did he? No, Brandis does not notice that. <laughs> he is enjoying the party. He just notices people moving around. Dialogue. Um, and uh, the, the king kind of looking at everybody, doing their whispery whispers, and and he he leans forward a little bit and he says, well, if there's nothing to it, then uh, let's com- continue eating. This is supposed to be a happy event. Um, and he, he, he bades them to continue instead of talking about this ridiculous nonsense. Because I'd like some music. And, and he goes, music immediately! And the bards begin 
They're little happy too. <laughs> Spoiled child. Um, Anything for my little princess. The captain of the guard okay. pipes up as the music turns I on and love says, you. Master Brandis, <laughs> tell me once again where of your adventures of the past to the year or two. <laughs> um, in detail. <laughs> in in, in really detail. Brandis says, uh, Is he trying to keep it light or is says, it obvious he's... Please, no, grab a partner. It we can chat while we much. dance. And takes the, um... <laughs> the at, which, at which point, the captain of the guard stands up and says, I'm sorry, Master Brandis, I must know. Um... The king frowns. She's like, it is I The guards so around are starting to move in slightly, and it's becoming more obvious that they are, uh, that they are maneuvering themselves to, uh, to grab Brandis if necessary. Um... Is it just straight obvious or more obvious? More obvious. Okay. More obvious. Really so obvious the king notices. Meant to go at all. <laughs> um, Brandis. Uh, <clears throat> Does the king know? No, he um, maybe. Begins the roasting and um. With the thigh breaths. Um. And like just once, once. Let's keep moving forward. And says, um, "Dear princess, please, uh." Your 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 father seems to be swayed by his um by his jealous by his captain of the guard clearly jealous of your beauty. Um, <laughs> what is the team about? That is um, quite inappropriate. Say more. Uh, <laughs> Brandon says, or not Brandon. Captain of the guard says, "My lady, do not be fooled by this trickery of of uh, false words." And the the king is like. Re- now I said, you, unless you had some sort of good reason to continue this escapade of yours, to con- please just drop it. The captain what is, sa- it, you, the captain what is sa- it you have? The captain says, Rodolfo, come forth and tell the king. Who's Rodolfo? <laughs> I am Rodolfo. He is my number one. Who are you? He is, he is, the, he is my second He doesn't man know who you are, but you're wearing the outfit, so I was like, oh, Princess okay, is there's another all guy pouty. I don't know the name of. More court business at the dinner table. <laughs> Like yesterday. I'm sorry, princess. <laughs> I have to take care of these things. Um, he, he leans over to his to his, his Daddy, court I'm um, pony. a pointer. Another kind one. Of whispers. He, he's been with us Call for this much time. Fee. He's from here. He goes, Ah, yes, Radolf. Yes. Um, stand and be recognized. What do you have to say? And he says it in a very kind of like, like I'm king kind of way. You know, <laughs> don't waste my time. Rudolfo stands at attention, uh, sort of nervous now that the pressure is on him. He says. Two months passed as I was guarding my lady's carriage. We were assaulted on the road by bandits. Uh, yes, we were I remember overcome, that. Overcome, and uh, I was stripped of my clothes, bound, and thrown into a ditch. Oh, that was you. <laughs> yes. Very embarrassing. Brendan's. <laughs> and I know it was that man. The last thing I can tell, if you can get him to say his name, the last thing he said to me is he threw me in the ditch. He says, "I am Brandis. <laughs> Hear me roar. If he says it again, I'd know for certain that it's him. Um. Brandis uh, lets out a hearty laugh and says, Surely this must be a joke. You must have set this up, Princess. No- knowing that I am easily embarrassed in group settings. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes off his giant feathered hat and fans himself. Oh! This is unusual clothing for the Brandis that the characters are familiar with. Yes. And the king kind of leans back and he, and he nods a little bit and he goes, you seem pretty sure of this. Yes, most goes, certain. Well, it's a pretty simple case of he said, he said here. So the only solution I can think of 
since your honor has been besmirched in this in this concept, is a duel. And he he raises no, his staff and he says, Brandis, just give me back his clothes. I am and will be fine." Like the princess completely buys what they're saying, but she's like, "It's okay." No, and, and he and he and he says, "It's very simple." And whoever wins, that's what happened. And and, and he goes, uh, either right now or tomorrow, it's up to you. Rodolfo sort of pales, remembering how handily he was beaten the last time. Brandis. You can pick the weapons. That would be um, fair. Remembering having gotten the jump on Rodolfo and his um, lackeys. Uh, also fears um, what would happen after a duel in, in such a setting and begins getting a little bit nervous and shifting his eyes around looking around quite nervously alright let's uh, start wrapping this up yeah um, and um, and says uh, prince, uh, before we decide the duel princess join me for one last dance and uh, she's like you must take this as a token of my appreciation and uh, and he takes the he oh, takes the handkerchief and um, and suddenly uh, slaps turns and um, and says, "I'll be right back." And uh, pushes the band out of the way as he bolts out the door, <gasps> screaming as he is running out, "I'm Brandis!" <laughs> 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 and the princess, like all of other princesses, and then it believes he'll come back. You wake up <laughs> in the morning, having experienced not even the morning. Tim's like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> before, well before sunrise. As this uh, this vision this time was so intense, more more intense than usual, and uh, it startles you uh, awake. As you are, your consciousness is ripped out of this uh, event of the past and into the present. I have a quick question about the the dreams. When when we're experiencing that, do we dream we are the character we were playing, or just of just a no? You're observer? just seeing this. Okay, okay. we're just, just seeing observers. It. Okay, it would be looking a little awkward, like swearing. Like, no, when you okay. when you players are playing the characters, you are character you are playing those characters. Not your character yeah. is not playing those characters. Okay, okay, okay. okay. bye. Just thought I'd clarify that just in case you didn't know. Damon, what are you bunking at these days, Brandis? <laughs> <laughs> what are you bunking at? I can't shake this princess. This princess thing I got going on here. Just, I'm in the groove. Uh, is this is this in the morning that we wake up that we no, remember this, or is this the in the morning. middle? Of, okay, middle of the night. This is the middle of the night. Um, About twenty minutes before you'd be comfortable waking up, so it's just the perfectly wrong time to wake up. Um, Brandis, no uh, definitely <laughs> aware that that it was another one of those memory things where everyone is involved. Um, it's not what it looks like. Pretends to still be asleep and just goes. <laughs> He's just and a, rolls over. He's got an avoidant personality. And, and with his eyes uh, wide, says, "I hope that wasn't one of those dreams where everyone was in it." Damon calls <laughs> over and goes, "Brandis, call me Brandis. Brandis, Brandis." Tucks deeper into his furs <laughs> and uh, snowball. Begins, begins snoring loudly. Snowball. <laughs> You're throwing snowball. I throw a snowball at you. <laughs> Brandis wakes up. Brandis turns and 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 
wipes his eyes as if he was just waking up going, Yeah, whoa, mm, I had a restful night's sleep. Um, <laughs> Bluff versus insight. All right. <laughs> and I know we're both pretty bad at both, Ooh. so. Ooh, I got 23. 23? That's rolled 18. Insight. Ooh, 14 to 9, 23. Ah! I think. Met the bluff check. Oh, yeah. Damn, just goes, yeah, cut the crap. The hell was that? Right, that was disturbing. From I'm, her, from her says, tent. I may have accidentally killed Robert. a noble and, and you wore his clothes for a while. He says, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, no, no. He says, uh, the dream. You're not hearing what I'm you, saying. Yeah. He's like, sure. You must have killed millions of nobles by now. But the dream, you had it. Rena says, yes, yes. It was, I, I was just remembering it from, you know, so, a while ago. So it was real then. Rena says, yes. Dalman, Dalman and Hugh are both um, pretty certain that what they experienced must have been true because yeah. the visions of your own past were spot on. Was a spot yeah. on exact memory of your <sighs> thing. So when you've experienced, yeah, that's what Brandis, I'm checking with him. You know, yeah, you're checking checking with them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's I was convinced of, of that being the case, okay, but gotcha. I'm just like. But yeah, I was basically well, is, in the moments been I'm, like well, another right obvious now. bluff check says I don't remember it happening exactly like that. <laughs> Damon doesn't even bother insights. <laughs> Little he's, different. He's just yeah. So Damon just kind of like gives up the line of question. Ara kind of Ar- Ar- starts shuffling around because once she gets woken up, she can't go back to sleep. meditation. Damon's so, meditating. So she's she's starting to like either set like roll up her stuff and maybe stoke the fire a little bit because people will probably take a little longer than than her to get up. So she's getting a little fire going to to stay us against the cold. <laughs> She bundles up in her giant Yeti fur cloak that makes her look even bigger, you know, broader, broader than the, the dwarves usually are. Even broader. Ren woke up from this, but he was snug as a bug in his snow cave and just decided, ah, I'm pretty tired, I like sleeping, and it was... It takes a lot to wake him up because he drinks the sleeping potions, and so when he woke up, he was groggy as could be and felt really hungover. So he was just like, "Ah, I'll talk to him about it tomorrow," and immediately rolls over and goes back to sleep. And Kalan free to do something. <laughs> That's right. A Kalan free to seeing the dream as well. Like it's everyone in the camp. Yes. Or just us five. Ren doesn't everyone in the camp. Fuck no. And Stallow? Oh, God. He hallucinates every night, so it's nothing new for him. Oh, God. Uh, but yes, Kala had mentioned, it. Kala had mentioned it after the first and second. Uh, he uh, barely mentioned it after the first. After the second, he said something unnatural is happening here. Also. He says this well, Kala is... Kala said that? Yeah. This dream felt unnatural. Alright, so... <laughs> as the sun prepares to just begin rising. The There are potatoes in the fire. <laughs> Go ahead, get one. <laughs> Stallo lets you know it's time to be off. And as usual, when he says that, he is already moving. <laughs> and Aurora's ready, because she had a few hours of head start. And, and the next 
the next leg. This is going to take quite a while to get uh, all the way down the path that Stallo has uh, that Stallo laid out. And as uh, Damon is pleased to pretend the weather to be quite nice, uh, to be quite nice today, much as it was yesterday, pretty clear and great, unhindering for the most part. He advises the group to maybe lose a fur or two. It will take uh, multiple days to head across the ice up into the next distant peak where you can look over the next large amount of mountain range to see what is there. So everyone, give me some athletics and endurance checks to see how long it takes. Yeah, critical! Oh, dear. Mm. What's my bonus? With the belt? With the belt? Plus four. Plus four. (laughs) 16 endurance. Uh, plus you get a bonus from him. Yeah, you get a plus 5 from... Plus 5, so that's 9. So total plus 9. Bam! Plus five. 19 yeah. is the difficulty. So 21 is plus 5. I got a 15. Nice. It's okay. Aurora's... No. So just say pass or fail, please. Pass. 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 Fail. Critical pass. Alright. Aurora falls down in the snow and is so grumpy that she slows down on purpose just... Out of just out of spite. She just can't believe she fell down. Two days into the travel, you're actually at a, a, a lower elevation part to get to this next part of the mountain range. You're kind of having to climb down quite a bit before Getting, going up. Trying to reoxygenate. And at one point in the lowest part of the mountain, when you're in a sort of valley uh, with a you know steep, huge steep incline that you just went down and had to use your picks to kind of slide down. But, you know, making pretty good speed, you were able to almost uh, almost slide down it instead of having to climb down it uh, hand over hand. And you're looking up at the other side of this valley, which goes way up, and you realize that's going to take a lot longer than sliding down. Aww. But just then... Okay, so you're, you're looking around, and uh, suddenly you see against, against the... the is it the clear day today? Yep. Yeah. Okay, the sun's up there, and you see something moving just some way in the distance. And you realize it's a, it's a big wyvern, bigger than the ones you fought before. Yeah. But it, it's pretty far away, like, even out of out of shooting range. And uh, it kind of goes behind you, and then you see something in the air, kind of flutters for a moment, and then it arcs and goes straight down. And you, you, even out here, you hear kind of, as it goes down. Uh, kind of behind where you were going, further up. Then you see it suddenly comes up again, and it has something in its claws. It looks like a, a ram, a sheep. And it's squealing and all this stuff, and you're seeing it far away. And it actually hurls a sheep against this kind of cliff. God. And you see it heads against the cliff, and it's falling, and again, it catches it. You oh, see the like ram is dead. Yeah, see, so you're kind of watching this. With turtles. Oh. And then you hear a noise. And uh, just behind you guys kind of came uh, through this path, and there's kind of a rolling uh, mountain area that's not as steep as the other parts up above you, and you see a stampede of rams. Uh, stampede! Of thousands <laughs> heading away from this wyvern attack. Just their eyes are, are crazy wide and, and scared. These are big, tough rams. You see, Stella goes, Nice rams. <laughs> 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 Ramhawk would be proud. 
Uh, but they are running in fear from this wyvern straight towards you. There's so much, the ground is shaking. You see up in the mountains, there's plumes of snow as avalanches come down, crashing into the valley behind them, only making them run faster towards you. Here, you see one ah! of in front kind of hits some loose rocks and falls and just gets torn up by the other ends, running over its body. As they're coming straight towards you, they're coming closer, closer, you don't have time. What's gonna happen? I don't know. What are you doing? Run! Look Damn for a yes. ledge! Look for a ledge to, cr- to hide under while they jump over. Quickly make a decision. Uh, Hugh says move parallel, perpendicular to them. There might be too many! It might be too wide! They do appear to be filling the width of this valley, although you can try to climb up in time. Uh, but they are causing an avalanche behind them. Uh, we'll be buried! Damon moves to help those who maybe couldn't avoid it as well. I mean, he has some confidence in his own Alright, make a decision situation. quick. So he says, Aurora, how are you going to get out of here? She's trying to hide under her. She's going to crawl out of the snow okay. after her. Okay. Is that what you're going to do? I mean, that's... No one else you is doing anything. To it? Uh, if... You right. said, like, someone make a decision of what they're doing I exactly. Don't know what the visual is what we're seeing. Is this, yeah. like, a mile across, straight coming down? Is there even any hope of getting, like, Damon. this way to the side? Or is it, like, No, it is a wide. narrow valley. Damon narrow valley. And they are high coming as like he can up the wall and tries to Spider-Man onto the edge. Yes, with a climb check. Run and climb All right. Up. Yeah, make your check. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be... Trying to hit 21. That's good. I got 32. All right. What do you use? That's what you see. Dalman kind of fly up I can do this. and latch on. I'm going to use Dungeoneering to find a, a little cove or somewhere where she feels it's structurally sound enough where she can hide under Alright, that'll be very difficult. to get 26. Difficult? Oh god. Um, Roll a check. Brandis is going to climb. Okay. You got it, you got it. No. I don't got it. No. 21. She looks and tries to find some, tries to find a rocky, uh, rocky area, but it's all just loose snow, almost as if this has happened before, and it's all fresh snow. She puts snow. her shield on top of her. <laughs> and brace for and it. hides as low as Damn she it can. Damn it, runs and sees him uh, climb up and uh, does his flying thing. He uses his jumping belt and jumps and tries to scramble scramb- the rest of the way. <laughs> 34. All right. Yes. He scrambles up trying to uh, trying to climb up. What's Hugh doing? Uh, Hugh is going to sprint sort of at... 45 degrees, we're going to say. Zero, 90 straight ahead, so sort of diagonal away. All right. And try and go up the side of the wall to try and get out of the way. All right. So it's a very steep wall. Okay. Uh, so that'll be an athletics check, 21. Fails, 17. All right. You see Hugh try to grab some handholds that look like rock, but they turn out to be ice, which is slippery and detaches. And he slips down to the surface and sees... The rampede approaching. The rampede. Uh, Ren. Ren, because he's so small, looks and sees a little, um, like a, like a, like a, uh, an overhanging. Yeah, like where the snow has been blown and it's kind of, I can't think of what, a cornice. And he runs and kind of jumps behind it so that hopefully when the rams run by, they kind of jump and they have to go over him when they land and they won't land right on top of him, if that makes any sense at yeah. all. Alright. The equivalent of hiding behind So what are you rolling tree. for that? Uh, I, I am rolling a, a nature check a, to find something like that? Yes. Right. No, can I do an insight check or a perception check? A uh, perception check would be appropriate as well, yes. Okay. So a perception check and I got a <laughs> 19. 19 is not quite enough. 
Ren. Wait, do I still get your bonuses? No. Uh, no, that's for endurance. For what? For endurance. For endurance. For endurance. For no, so he looks for a street spot and he finds one. He thinks and <laughs> he gets gets underneath then it. The and he kind walks of away. feels it and he goes, well, it's a little softer than, you, than it looked. Describe the next part of the uh, stampede uh, catching up to them. All right. Uh, you look at the stampede is coming close. You can see now kind of make out individual rams. These are the rams with just long, uh, kind of almost like would be dreadlock kind of uh, natural dreadlock nasty for amazing uh, and it just Ram Marley huge thick black horns yeah. and they're charging towards you uh, the the valley's getting narrow but they're not getting narrow and you see they're kind of bunching up at the sides and again you see that actually kind of this wave gets created as the rams will run over the dead who have fallen down maybe a dead ram will fall on me and uh, <laughs> coming close to you the, the, smell of blood amongst them is panicking them even more. They're just blaring out these, these horn cries as they're coming closer to you. Uh, and it's also making everything shake, even your, your perch on the, the cliffside. The whole cliff is shaking. Alright. As damn it. So, so yeah. as, yeah, it's shaking. Uh, it's shaking, and now you see that the snow up on the edges where you're holding onto is starting to come over the edge and is threatening to avalanche on top of you. Aurora and Ren, who both tried to look for a sturdy place to hide, uh, find that their hiding spots aren't so much as they start to get trampled underneath. Start to get trampled underneath the uh, underneath the rams as just the very first wave starts hitting you. Aurora blocking with her shield as best she can, and Ren just being as small as he can. So next round of checks has to be a different check from last time. All right, so Damon, hanging on for dear life up on the wall, sees like the first Rams like kind of overtaking Aurora's and uh, Ren's position. And like he thinks for, for a second and then just goes for broke and attempts to, with kind of thinking back to the fight they just had, um, mimic the cry of a wyvern to try to drive them away <laughs> from their, co- their, their side of the wall and like, Towards like jam themselves against the other wall. Oh, 19 plus 19. <laughs> All right, I was gonna say that's a so, very difficult check yeah, at 26. I, rock, I got a 19 on the roll, so he just lets off this like, <laughs> like shriek of a wyvern. And it works as uh, as the rams already over bunched into this thing move to one side and just almost some of them are climbing on top of other ones as they're trying to stay away from where they think this wyvern is attacking them as it creates a small little clearing. Next person. Rannis. Rannis looks over and uh, and sees and hears uh, Daleman screaming like a wyvern and just shakes his head um, and thinks to himself, that's not what they sound like. Stupid Rannis. Instead of climbing up more, He's going to use nature and figure out where the snow, kind of what part looks like it's blocking the snow the most, and he's just going to use that and slowly scramble over just a couple inches to avoid getting hit by block of ice. <laughs> I don't have any Oh, uh, yes. Uh, that's 33 nature. All right. Brandis manages to scoot over, and as the avalanche flows over him, he he's able to get him to a slightly good spot. He realizes... There's At the snow. end of this, he might be in a little uh, air pocket inside the snow, but at least it won't have landed on top of him, which would hurt a lot more. It's like Next, so Ren. Ren, uh, with, uh, <laughs> with the little break that he was given from Daemon's <laughs> wyvern shrieks, jumps up because he realizes that his initial plan was not working out for him, jumps up and immediately 
casts a massive fireball that strikes the ground right in front of him and obliterates. It just explodes like ten of the rams. And they, in their... Well, he attempts to. And hopefully in their fear it will cause some of them to divert away from the giant fireball and mushroom cloud that uh, ensues. That's to provide for dinner tonight. Now there's flaming rams everywhere. That's going to be... Flaming rams! fire. 30 Arcana. 30 Arcana is enough as the uh, the bleeding rams uh, go flying and burning out of the way, creating a pathway for him to run to the clearing uh, right through the fire as you basically just see Ren pop out of a big fireball. <laughs> Surprise! Aurora. Let Aurora go. Going to try to shimmy to the side a little bit so she's not right in the middle of their path. Um, if she can. And she's going to take out her um, uh, lighting device, whatever they've been using this whole time. I, I'm going to say an ever-burning torch. And she tries to use her her shield is kind of a, a refractor dish to to use it as a, a light source to kind of like get them to go away from it. Like, watch out for this shiny bright thing. And uh, <laughs> yes, you're like, oh, I can't and see. And plus, <laughs> she doesn't want to blind them. She just wants to divert them away from that area because it seems like Towards the they're light. skittish. So maybe they'll just try to avoid it. All right, it. so that'll so be a nature check for that. Um, I was thinking intimidate actually because uh, intimidate is fine it's too. Something yes, something that, uh, that that I can try to do. And uh, she gets twenty two. A 22 will be enough. Nice Just you. barely. <laughs> 21 was the difficulty yeah. there. Okay. So, like some of the rams... pushed in different directions. Yeah, so, some of the rams avoid it. Some, some don't. She manages to just whoosh out of the way of them. But uh, for the most part, they seem... All right. Uh, Hugh. And Hugh. Hugh, being overcome by rams as his attempt to climb the wall fails... He's going to try and leap atop one and ride it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Gotta ride the ram. So, uh, nature I'm thinking for riding? Definitely nature for handling it. That will be a 26. You get it? Uh, maybe. You're good. No. 21? 26? Plus? No, that's 21. Uh, wait, is it nature? Yeah, 14 uh, plus 7. So that's awesome Ooh. that you ride you the ram. You should have done way more radio practice. Until, <laughs> until you fall down. What's, Damn your, what's your end game? What? <laughs> it falls down. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's either get trampled or go with the flow. I like that you actually wrote it into his fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. So, trying to get onto it, manages to land on it quite expertly, but then when trying to gain control of the animal, is unsuccessful as it is just going crazy and eventually bucks him off into the stampede as uh, as he gets kicked by some of the other rams and has to roll out of the way and just barely manages to avoid being trampled to death. Uh, yeah. Describe the uh, the stampede um, passing. Okay, uh, so you're underneath the rams, the rest of you are getting away, so the, the thing is, as everybody does yeah. it, you're actually, uh, you're, you're kind of channeling the rams in different directions. Imagine just water flowing into the place and then rocks kind of breaking the flow in different directions. That's what's happening with the rams. There's a, a big bubble where the, the fire was, and there's these just burning ram corpses there. Uh, there's kind of, uh, they, they're all staying Looks away from like the, the table uh, And you're kind of shining light at them to, to stare them in different directions. And so they're all passing through uh, back down the valley. Again, you see snow is kind of falling in behind them into the valley. <laughs> 
But, uh, and you see from the very back end, and they seem to be coming to an end, except you see one in the very back, and it's a bat one. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> too much that tasty summer grass. <laughs> Alrighty. And as they pass and the avalanches finish moving, you're able to finally get back up alive. Did we kill the fat one for dinner? I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, it was a partial success. Everyone loses one, only one healing surge. Okay. It's good that I didn't spend more than one. Friend quickly drops to one knee and thanks Avandra for not letting him get toasted. In <laughs> oh, this is a good one way to go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Toasted and after and all his adventuring and battling cultists, it would have not been very much fun to die Take to a rampede. By the rampede. Alrighty. And <laughs> he was battered and injured and filthy and just not being in a good mood right now. And he's yeah. bearded. Stallo and just bearded. stands up and he says, Alright, up the other wall. <laughs> and just starts climbing immediately. Yeah, he's like shakes his head in disgust. Is this the like, wall Brandis is already? This guy partway up, up like, and yeah, you don't see Brandis at the first. Banging the dents out of her shield. Like Last got, you like, saw, he was holding onto the wall, and then a huge amount of snow fell. He just. Oh God, I'm I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Everything's white. White. All right, so yeah, go ahead. I wait. What does Brandis so, do? So, yeah, I mean, I was yeah. giving you a what setup. What does Brandis do? Um, I'm calling Brandis on it. Make the first move. Um, no one sees you. You're buried in snow. Brandis doesn't want to let go of one it. One hand so just punches through the snow. It would be like a dog that is wet but can't take its feet off of the wall. <laughs> Shakes all the snow off. <laughs> you just see bits of the snow all of a sudden. And, and then it creates this kind of little cavern where, or a little almost cave in the wall where Brandis is holding on. <laughs> and then he continues climbing. <laughs> so we're going up? Yeah. Okay. So up the other sure side. Damon stops screeching like a wyvern. <laughs> and like whatever. Just tries to avoid the some of the looks he might be getting from the party members this moment for his improv and uh, yes. just uh, follows Brandis up, up the wall a little bit. Uh, you know, takes the maybe, maybe puts a little pitons in it as as He's been taught by Stallo for a, a, a rope for the people coming up behind him. Alrighty. You manage to all get up the other side and continue your multi-day journey to the peak that you are headed towards. It takes a total of four days from when I first said make those checks. So you, you're recording all this? Did you mark the rampede day? <laughs> Dampede. So it's two I days after that. It it's two days after that. Two days? <laughs> the rampede was two days <laughs> after you left the, the previous peak. The rampede. That's, that's no, it's okay. Because instead of the cross Pam. fire thing. Pam. Forget the So where's the beholder? Rampede, baby. Right there. So you got to the peak on the same day as the beholder. Yeah. Two days. And then and this is the rampede. Or that, that works, yes. That's the rampede. Two days after that. And then, this is, and then get to the next mountain peak. So, uh, what are they up to? Getting more food? One went to the bathroom. One's getting another food. Kill their characters while they're gone. Alright, so, wait, just real quick. Let me at least get to a stopping point. I'm trying to do breaks so that we don't get this happening. (laughs) It it has happened. Um, So, there's another uh, two days after the Rampede when you reach the next, uh, your destination. 
Four days, not so bad. Stallo congratulates you all on uh, on getting there pretty getting there pretty quickly. Manage everyone managing to keep up. You only had one. Uh, you guys one, would die a lot sooner. You only had one failure in that uh, in that original check to see how long it would take. <clears throat> and so scaling up ice walls and sliding down uh, bits of ice snow rides. and gullies. One thing that you notice. Shoots and ladders. Kind one of thing that you notice while. Uh, while on these four days is that there is a lot less um, the weather is just staying nice uh, throughout these days nice for snow I mean it it picks up and gets snowy and very windy and visibility drops but on these uh, on those first days you are getting avalanches regularly and uh, a lot more a lot more treacherous things to overcome and it's been uh, it's been fairly easy sailing uh, for the sailing. past few days hmm. Damon snow sailing ever Sledding. Uh, you know, ever uh, attuned to the uh, the uh, elements that surround him, uh, spend time meditating and uh, in communion with the uh, the gods that he worships, and is uh, is puzzled by this um, puzzled by the by the kind of uh, the status the status of the weather. He thinks back to uh, the arcane mists that overtook them when uh, the pirate Yargo attacked their ship. Doesn't feel like this is the same kind of thing that's going on, um, though. Uh, though, though, surely, like the uh, the effects that are going on are 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 deemed by him as unnatural. He mostly keeps quiet about this. Takes that very seriously. But the about the weather. Yeah, the weather. The weather does not feel unnatural to him. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not, it doesn't feel unnatural to oh, him. Gotcha. But I'm sorry. He sent. He senses. It's it's not like when the Yargo put the arcane mist. Yeah, but he, he senses it's different than that. But he, he does sense that it's out of something out of the ordinary, something unnatural is happening. At least at it some has, point. That's well. In other in other words, the predictions that he's making, right? Are are you said they were they were fairer than the things he the prediction he had made or something? No, no, no. It's right on what he's predicting, and it does oh. not feel unnatural at all. This feels like natural. Oh, I thought okay. you said it was fairer than. Yeah, if anything, it felt it. it was the first day after you left the Beholder Cave. Okay. It changed. Gotcha. And despite his predictions, despite his predictions, since then his predictions have all been right on, but it's all been very clear. Gotcha. So a distinct change in weather. I will retroactively say that he has been pondering about that one single event then, yes, and trying to make sense of what had happened there. Again, it's something that again, uh, and hard to draw. not not anything that he's particularly sensed, but just the unnatural occurrence of it. Something that has been grabbing his attention, so he spends time uh, in thought about gotcha. that, which is unnatural. Damon meditates, but it's not really his thing. He doesn't. Intermittently, not like regularly. All right. So are we having a, a break. Are we keep going right now. No, we're gonna keep going. Okay. Unless people need a break right now. I don't That's need fine. a break. I, just, I, I do right. need another beer. But okay. we'll get another that break. Maybe Dan so, can get you one, Melissa. As you reach this next peak, you again see. Very, uh, very far, as you manage to get to one of the highest peaks in the range that you could see. Look back, you remember the Beholder Cave it's on a mountain that you can now barely see uh, very far away. In fact, the visibility is worse today than it was that one day. You can't actually see the mountain that you came from. Hmm. Visibility is still okay. Not as, not as great. But exactly what Damon predicted. Ah. And so he... On this peak, 
you were able to oversee. And this time, it's not immediately obvious which ones you can rule out, although the choices seem to be, uh, choices seem to be shrinking. You can see a couple mountains that you're pretty sure you've gotten uh, the look of, but as far as bigger areas, there is one mountain that is much bigger up in front of you that you can't see, you can't even see over it, you're not even sure if you're seeing the peak. It is a, it is a very large one. Damon Astalov, he says, is this towards the end of the range, or how far do these mountains extend beyond the Great Mountain? He tells you that, he says, we're only in the middle of the range, going mm. north from Gelid. But as he, as he <sighs> looks in Tana, takes us in, he says, perhaps this is a sight not seen by many. Uh, Just rams. He says, he says, not seen by any. Has he ever been this deep before, or no? He says, I have never been this this high up. Yeah. Fuck, he says, why are we listening to you, then? <laughs> Damon gives him a pat on the back, and he says, he says, uh, he says, well, you're as, as limber as ever. He says, you haven't failed us uh, uh, at a single moment. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's growing, maybe he's not, like, loving this guy, like, Kala, or whatever, or, like, all into his culture, like, with Kaz Dunlin. He's definitely gained a healthy respect for Stalo, who has been pretty stoically taking them, you know, one step at a time through this really yeah. dangerous How did fucking he place. Very stoically, and also just like, almost like he doesn't really care about you guys. He's doing this because, like, he's good at it, and yeah. it's his job. And he's doing it. But he's just doing it. He's just like, yep, this is what you do. And even though he's never been here before, he's like, well, people want to go there, so we'll go there. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. He's like, normal, sane people don't want to go there. But in the event of crazy, here I am. <laughs> we move Paying forward. Customers. Exactly. All right. And they pay ahead of time, of course. As you set up camp at this next peak, looking up at your next destination, this very large mountain in front of you, you set off to sleep again. Ren maybe makes another uh, makes another little ice hole. I make another snow cave. This time, I even carve out a little shelf on the inside in which I take a rock and I set it on fire so it's really hot, and it even heats it a little bit. Ooh. Nice. To Very add to nice. my endure elements. Alrighty. But he only makes it big enough for one. An infernal pillow. One or half of one. <laughs> we move on. Though he smirks at you because... You're still digging yours when he is fast asleep. That's true. That's true. Maybe he, like, brings out the dragon scale to, like, help him carve. Damn it. I mean, you basically just have to lay it on the snow and just go... And he's like, whoosh. You're right down I fart and I make my snow Yeah. Yes. It's pretty awesome. I fart infernal. Fumes. Brimstone. That night, you experience another vision. This one puts the last one to shame as far as as far as how vivid and realistic it feels. As each one that you have each one that you have experienced has felt more real than the last. You know, the first one felt obviously like a dream, but there was still some sort of unnatural realness to it. Next one was even more so. Brandis's was uh, Brandis's was definitely the most so far. This one, you can hardly you know it just feels like you kind of woke up here in this tavern. Tavern, and in this inn is someone you don't recognize at first. You don't recognize him at first, but then you see 
But it is Ren. A much younger Ren. It is a... It's a... It's not the fanciest inn you've ever seen. It's it's fairly humble. The the, the candles burn and, and give off a lot of soot. So there's it's it's got very dark walls. Uh, it's a it, but it's it's very it's warm and it's very homely, and it's not particularly busy. And Ren is sitting at quite a large table with uh, quite a few people sitting around it with him, and they are in fairly deep discussion, and Ren does not look very happy about what they're talking about. Mm. Uh, His allowance. In fact, he says, he, he, he looks at his he looks at his father and says, Dad, I've told you I do not want to work in the shop. Who's his father? Me. Hold on, He says, I don't want to spend the rest of my Life, uh, repairing plows and and sharpening scythes for the uh, for the townsfolk. His father wants him uh, uh, wants him to stay and mind the uh, the shop with him, and is uh, not in favor of him leaving in Plus any shop. way. Um, it's it's a blacksmith kind of yeah, they, they agricultural, agricultural shop. Hmm. Your dad says you would yeah. abandon your family. You have to earn a wage. Who else is there? <laughs> Ren says, but there's more to life than earning wages and money. Like responsibility to your family! Who's Ren's brother? Alright, Ren's brother is... Oh, so his father is, is Dimnor. And Dimnor! his brother is Bimnor. <laughs> Bimnor! <laughs> his dad says, Bimnor, Bimnor, you tell him! Bimnor wants... Uh, his father doesn't realize it right now, but... Shut your mouth, boy! <laughs> he wants Ren to leave so that Ren's behavior will stop embarrassing him. Uh, oh, so just go ahead. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, embarrassing. Ren says, Ren says, but Dad, there's more to life than just making money. There's adventure to be had. There's there's music to dance to and 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 women to sleep with and alcohol to drink and and oh, an adventure to be had. Uh you know, Dad, I've always really wanted to take over the shop myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much better at it. It's rather mercantile of you, Ben. He says, "Ben, you're your butter fingers. You break everything. I need Ren's nimble fingers to handle the the, chop, the tiny cogs, the, <laughs> the tiny farming tools for the children that we employ. The tricycle-sized grindstone." <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be the town leader? I'll be the town leader. All right, his name is Mard Mill, and he wants friends to stay because gnomes they stick together and they rely on each other. They don't adventure, especially. Ben, on don't their you own. know that your family is part of this community, of a part of the foundation of this community? You leaving would be like introducing a crack into that foundation, and we all know cracks and foundations go terrible places. They bring houses down, they have to rebuild the houses. Repopulate the family. resources. It's just, it, it's gonna go nowhere good, for good for our family and your community and everyone who you know in this world. Thank you, Mayor Governor. He says, Mayor, Look, sir, Mayor, I respect what you say and I agree, but I, I find that, I find that this, this community, it's just, I, I don't know if I want to spend my days here. I find that I'm, that the outside world just makes me too curious. I, I want to experience life. 
and I want to uh, I want to be able to do this without being looked down upon by the the other townsfolk who who favor the more quiet life and and have, are at peace with with there farming are, and, and drinking their ale. There are the options in the town. You have the quiet life. You have the quieter life than that. You have a little bit louder than the quiet life. There are plenty of things you can do in town. You don't have to be in the shop. Sorry about that, Dad. But you, there are many things you can do here to be part of the community and to stick together with your family. But there are plenty of people here to run the shop and run the town. There are plenty of gnomes. Surely me leaving will not cause the downfall of the town. Oh, I just don't know. Consider it. You are playing uh, Ellie Jotwis. Uh, and he is the local religious authority in town. He wants Ren to leave. He sees Ren as a disturber of the peace, always dancing, playing, daydreaming, drunkenness, frolicking with the traders. The town will be better without anything. He's, he's trying to talk to someone about religious law and he turns around and goes, Ren! Oh. And he kind of walks over and goes, why is it every time there's trouble in this town? It's your voice I hear. He says, Ren, "Look." Ren uh, says, "I prefer to not think of it as trouble, but more as good times." Experience. Life experience. Dimnol, he, he's kind of ignoring. He says, "Dimnol, do you not remember the text about uh, about the <laughs> Saint Gobbledoo's cyst?" He says he thought it was a, a test. By uh, by our God to endure it until he prayed and the gods revealed <coughs> no. It was a test for him to find the wisdom to find a, a practice, practitioner of medicine to remove it. It says we must look for the. What I have is not an illness. <laughs> it is not a sickness. Perhaps it is you that is sick. Ugh. Just stay in this infernal town. Your father gets in the middle of. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Jeb John. Is Hugh's longtime friend. He's stayed silent up till now because. Renz? Uh, I'm sorry, did I say Hugh? I meant Renz. Oh, playing two people? Renz. Oh, wait, who are you playing? Kalen. I'm his brother. I'm Ben. Oh, I meant Kalen. Kalen is. Jeb John. Is Jeb, Jeb John. And Jeb John. Uh, his longtime friend. He stayed quiet till now. He's, he's kind of really. He's really bothered by this whole thing because he really wants Ren to stay because he will miss his friend. No. You would have been in your friend! I want my friend to come with your me. town and your family. And your shop. Puts his hand on your job's shoulder and says, "Jump, jump!" There's much more. A gnome of the true faith, quiet, knows when to stay quiet. <laughs> Ren, looks at, Ren looks at Jib Job and says, "Old friend, you have. We've grown up together. We have seen much. We have uh, accomplished many." evil and disruptive things, apparently. But you have to admit you had a good time doing them as well. Come travel and see the see the world with me. And Jim just shakes his head and he goes, I know you want to have a good time, but we're gnomes. But don't you also enjoy the stories of the told by the travelers and the fellow merchants? I enjoy hearing them. Wouldn't you want to experience that? Some of those are not very pleasant. And... And w- couldn't we just have fun here? I mean, you gotta admit, throwing throwing snowballs at, at uh, the cleric guy over there was pretty oh, fun last winter. Song. We had a good time. It's fun Most right fun. now, but in 20 years, will we still be throwing snowballs at the cleric? That well, he'll be dead. is not one Probably for not. such adventurous sinners. Ren seems to be nestled inside this gnome. 
think of the town. If you go first, who will follow you? Bimnor? Your father? Then your friend? There will be no one left here but me! Oh, I like the guy! And a human turns from another table oh, and slams his fist on the table and he says, uh, and you know that this is an adventurer who is passing through town and has just uh, stopped in at the inn to, uh, to spend the night. And he says, the adventuring life is great! Ren says, thank you! Someone else who is of the opinion that there is more to be offered in this world than just what this town has to give. Tell them, please, sir. He says, it's great! You get to grapple with gnolls, and you face death in the face! I was almost killed 20 times! Ren just stares at this guy, just infatuated with everything this, this guy is saying. He says, look at this scar! I got it from a, oh, what was it? Uh, an orc! No, a no, something with a big blade! <laughs> He's, your father says, don't listen to that giant hairless yeti! <laughs> Uh, the yeah, hair's looking a little pale. <laughs> Ren is of the, the, of the type of gnome who attracts this sort of giant filth into this town. He says, uh, it is time to let him go. Ren says, that is what you think of me? You think of me as as filth? Jim just goes, no, 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 it's just a different kind of opinion. Plus, maybe if we stuck around, we could liven the place up a little bit more. And he says, that is it. I cannot handle this this anymore. I cannot but, handle being being oppressed like this anymore. Ren! I uh, think of that as oppression, but I choice slavery. It's chosen <laughs> slavery. I I cannot deal with these townsfolk anymore. I'm sorry to have to do this. I'm sorry, Father, that I must leave, but this town holds nothing for me anymore. I love you all but, except for you. And Chip just looks at you like priest. Nothing? I, <laughs> I fucking and I'm I'm sorry, Jim Job. If you will not come with me, then your friendship has meant a lot to me, and I will cherish the memories that we had, but I must leave. It's not me, it's you. Is that what you're he says, I've never traveled with a gnome! I'm coming with you! <laughs> and he gets up and just stands next to Ren. Ren says, <laughs> Ren thinks to himself, ha, that actually wouldn't be so bad, having a really big guy walking around with me. And that was Ren's first center on his first basketball team. And... <laughs> before just totally losing his composure because he's just like, this is all so sudden. Um, just kind of turns to you and go, and he, know, and he knows he's, he's already lost the battle here, and he just goes, you'll write. And he, he looks at you like a letter back every now and then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought you said... <laughs> I thought you said something else, and I was like, I don't understand what you just said. That's why I I said, of course I will, friend. I prefer... Good, because it's going to be very boring without you. And he hits you um, on the back, like, kind of nicely, but also like, you're leaving, so... uh. He says, do not worry, friend. We will see each other again someday. And with that, he stands up and says, "And with that, he stands up and says to the barkeeper, by the way, dinner tonight is on the priest.' <laughs> and walks out. That's legal. And says, "Farewell." <laughs> That's legal. And the bartender yells back, and he says, "If you ever come back, bring some rare variety of hops." <laughs> Ren says, "You got it, my man." <laughs> Brother. Then to dinner and says, "No." <laughs> It'll be much easier having a son who's off traveling than having him around constantly. 
I swear he drives away half the customers anyway. Ren says, Hey! Hey! I heard that! Uh-huh. Have a great trip! Amazing. And with that, you are startled awake. It is even earlier, earlier in the day than the last times as uh, the reality of the situation is just washed over you. Brian is up and says, Don't leave me with your brother! Oh, oh. <laughs> Did you play anyone? Yeah, I was the mayor. Oh, okay. I got <laughs> you. Yeah. I was going not to very impactful performance. He was trying to convince <laughs> you. A lot of characters, more characters than anyone else. Don't worry about it. trying to convince you to, to, to take on a life of chosen slavery. Yeah. Nah, it's cool. It's cool. I was farming. And you all wake up. It is too close. <laughs> To sunrise to go back to sleep, but too early to leave. <laughs> it keeps happening. We're used to that. Well, I mean, Damon's just tired. Are we gonna witness Davos past? Oh my god! It's just yeah, him going up the mountain. He's. You see this beautiful Prince Charming, and all of a sudden, a vat of acid just goes. Whoosh. It was really cold one night, yeah. and suddenly he looked up and saw a ram silhouetted in the moonlight, and thought it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but I like that he was. He's a Prince Charming. It's not even anything dramatic. He like steps off the curb and goes, "Ow, my back!" Oh man! <laughs> and, like, and then two days later, Boyle set in. <laughs> and, then, and then five days later, everyone he knows renounces him, and he just moves to the mountains. Oh man! All right. Bernie says, "Did you abandon your family?" This is one of the first times you've noticed uh, uh, you've noticed Stallo kind of a little rattled as he. Uh, Clearly, kind of let it be seen that, like, he's not quite sure what the hell is going on here. And he kind of looks around, looks a little bit concerned, and then he puts a serious face back on, gets his picks, and he just sits there, watching the direction where the sun will rise. Damon, like, is awake, but, like, he just he just looks like bags under his eyes, just, like, completely beat and exhausted. And he just says, I got no rest last night. Like, he might as well not have slept at all. Uh... Or looks at you and and oh, feeling kind of that is like, well, maybe you could take one of uh, Rent's potions and we'll try wake you up when the sun comes up. If you dare take one of Ren's potions, hey, he's I like, I you. don't need the potions. I just need some oh, sleep, Jackson. some real sleep. He, he's very particular about those. Look at the guy. But he's Ren's passed out of sleep right now. Then he, she takes it. <gasps> Excellent. Thievery check. Shing. It's bad enough you, you actually <laughs> wound him. I wound I will. Oh, it's bad. I wound you. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Ow. what the fuck? Somebody stabbed me in the back of my leg. Oh. What the hell happened? We're just pickpocketing Lux. gone bad. I like, or, 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 it's not stealing it from him. It's like on his shelf that he made. But she actually <laughs> just steps on his face. <laughs> I'm so glad that potion works well. It's a good thing my legs are so strong and I never fall over. Ow! Oh, and I've got those cleats on. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing crampons. Hey, oh, hasty, hasty heel check. Oh, God. This has gone so wrong. Damon's just sitting at breakfast. And then he doesn't want it. Damon's just sitting at breakfast in the dark, eating like some like old tough ram jerky after like eight months so of like rock biscuits on like the fucking ship and just kind of like just dead eyes 
<coughs> you know, I mean, this is the guy that's like overcome by emotion like 99% of the time, and he's just like too much energy to even like act, and he's just. He hasn't gotten his beauty sleep. Yeah, not gotten that. And so he's just kind of like chewing. Anyone who comes up to kind of engage him in conversation is just kind of staring ahead as he talks to you. He's completely mm. dead after days of mountain travel and no rest. And uh, beholders and assholes and rampedes. Assholes. <laughs> a a little, says, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a bit of a troublemaker back home. Is he awake now? Um, oh. Says that to the <laughs> sleeping <laughs> form of Rem. <laughs> oh, I'm stepping on him. <laughs> oh, oops. Uh oh. People keep sitting on this guy. Brandon says, I'll talk to you later. Alrighty. <laughs> Wakes you up. <laughs> and then you set out. Heading down the mountain. Wait, is it still like the middle of the night? Now? Butters have a good no, that was morning. Oh. Oh. The, sun, butters. the sun, he. What? what do you mean what's wrong with he's, he's got a cone. He's got a cone. Just hang on. We'll, we'll discuss it during the break. So, uh. The. You move on up towards this very tall peak. Must be three times the elevation of the one you were just at. The one you were just at was pretty good. Eh, maybe not three times the elevation, but maybe twice. <laughs> <laughs> it'll take. It'll take. I'm gonna wait for Santa Claus. I'll a few be days. Of December, right? It'll take a few days to climb up it. After the first day, <coughs> not quite after the first day, but in the afternoon of the first day, you've managed to start making some serious progress up this new peak, climbing up. And again, the weather is pretty nice. No avalanches to speak of. Mm-hmm. And it is then when... Let's get the highest perception. Hugh? Yeah. When Dip. Hugh notices over in the distance, just barely, over the next sort of, um, you know, like, over the next rise, he can see the very top of some sort of structure. Oh, boy! 19 rolls wise. Beholder castle. And as you move... Up more towards it, you come over the peak a little bit, and you can get a lay of the area, and it looks like this. Hailstorm Tower. Is that an official name? No, it's just the name of the module this map came from. Someone that looks like it's Yeah, it's like written under the snow. Huh. Alrighty, so this is just to oh, yeah, make changes like, to the map. New Kalah. And you guys are over here. Okay. And with that, we'll take a quick five, ten minute break uh, to Damon's like, Pete and such. We're here. Alright, real quick. I love ice. It's so great. No, you are here. And you have found this strange tower. It's the kind of ruins of a tower. There's definitely still a structure there, but it maybe used to be taller and has uh, and has collapsed. And it's built into this just outcropping of um, like a kind of a big stone outcropping here, where the tower was built onto the end of it, and that's just like natural rock that goes in. Hmm. And it's all covered with snow above. Is this like a bunch of elevation going These, up here? This is about five foot. Maybe nah, this is like ten foot elevation change here. It's impassable, ordinarily. It's just like really, um, yeah. It's just impassable to the wall. Um, this is rough terrain, obviously, so it's it's steep, but you're able to kind of use your picks and stuff to get up it. So this is all rock line of sight too. No, no blocking line of sight. 
for the purposes of this. And are there uh, any like edges? Like you're here, you can't. Ah. Uh, like does if you're here, does this block line say if you're right next to it? No. Kind of thing? Okay, well, I'll Just keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, and if they come to corners <laughs> like that, you can't cut them, just like things. But if it comes like that, then you can cut it. Gotcha. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. So. What am I see these minis? I have to. Safety. I can't stipulate, but before after we're done, I want to see at least a, like a little like. Yeah. Like in a movie, like when you watch a TV movie, the credits right. go by in like thirty. What seconds, are you guys doing? Like gotcha. We'll, we'll give you the rundown. Uh, we see a huge building. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a tower. Stalo tells you, I don't know what that is. How uh, tall is it? Try to see what it is. Um. Um. It goes up maybe like from the base here. Twenty feet. Oh. Not super tall. Um, Ura looks at looks at the building, trying to kind of suss out what these ruins might have been, or or what they may still be. With a dungeoneering check. That's what he's also doing. Do you dungeoneering? My dungeoneering, I'd see a thirty-four. From where you are, you can tell that this uh, tower was once much larger. The the base of it makes it look like. You know, it was built with the foundation necessary to support a tall tower, possibly a lookout that would look over much of the mountains here. You know, if there was any height to it, that would give you a uh, pretty good vantage point for a lot of the mountains around here. It's built in a pretty strategically sound place as well. Is there enough of a tower to go up? There, there used to be. Nothing. It's only 20 feet up now. Ren does a religion check to see if this could have anything to do with any temples or anything. Or if this is probably just a vantage point, like strictly military type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, duh. that's got a 32. It does not appear to have any sort of religious insignia or kind of the makings of what you would typically uh, associate with a temple uh, uh, of any sorts. It seems more like. Uh, not necessarily even uh, military, but you know, not not a temple. Okay. Mm, Damon will uh, <clears throat> do a little nature check, see if we can see uh, any tracks around, see if uh, there's anything in the snow um, or anything on like maybe the rocks, indications of people scrambling around. Um, so that's going to be twenty-four. You see tracks in the snow. Okay. There is fresh snowfall, and it has filled many of them in. But upon a closer look, Damon is able to see some large footprints moving large? up towards the uh, the tower there. In his extremely exhausted state, he kind of just very kind of curtly looks back at the group and says, Be on your guard. Where's one room? Why are we even checking this place out? Kamikaze. I mean, it's obviously not a temple. I mean, she said so. There's a lot of philosophers on it. There's his, we're not even really sure what it looks. I mean, what a temple looks like. Well, are you confused what on that? This well, temple looks when like. we came into the cave with the beholders, we weren't like sure that it wasn't the philosopher's temple until it was a complete dead end. I mean, you know, I mean, we thought maybe it might lead to a place, but. This is a place. Here we are. Yeah. Your idea. Are you to back to voicing town. your <laughs> ideas? I'm not saying. Like, I'm just 
Yeah. Let's just go. Is it impossible to go around it? Is that what you guys are saying? <clears throat> it's not impossible to go around it. Maybe we should go around it. Damon says, yeah. It's definitely investigate. Let's check it out. Man. You guys ever lured by a map? Man right. says, so what does the Philosopher's Temple look like? Probably looks not like a broken down tower. Just Ren wants call it a hunch. Ren wants to just go check it out. Her will go with you, but she's not happy about it. I'm walking. Greg, make me stop if you want me to stop. I'm walking. Maybe it's a tribe of hermits and they have a mini because I'm walking around. Have you seen people yet? Tracks. What? Tracks. Multiple people are talking. Multiple people are talking. So I am moving my mini because I want to walk. Person talking for a moment. Dan, what are you pointing at? You explained this earlier. Are these more rough terrain? It's ice. Yeah, that's ice. That's ice. That's ice. That's Correct. Ice. Is the rough terrain rough terrain or is it rough ice terrain as well? is rough terrain? Okay. All the other cardboard is ice. Well, it's not the middle cardboard. That's just to cover what's normally in the map, which I not <coughs> there. All right, I'm walking around towards this thing. This is okay. Okay, so and you see as you get closer, this is the uh, this there is ice frozen here, little pools of ice. You've seen it around the mountain a lot. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mostly avoid it, like jumping it. Boop. When you nope, go back. <laughs> are you see going up alone? You guys are staying back while he investigates. Oh, no. No. He's going to be wandering up, <laughs> but here. probably going this way. <laughs> Brandis. Brandis. Well, which way are the tracks going? Right behind you. Are they going up the slope, or are they going this little path? The tracks that he saw. The tracks that he saw go up uh, around. So around here? Yeah. He's probably going to go that way. That's a trap. Clearly. <laughs> what was your check on your dungeon here? 34. 34. Goes with him because he doesn't want to be Something else that Aurora notices. <laughs> she kind of saw it when she stood back, and as she's getting closer here, she notices that this part of the wall here... Kalen. Uh, looks, uh, it looks fragile, fragile and brittle, uh, almost as if it was it had collapsed and it has been patched up again very you shoddily. Mean exactly like the uh, when we went to the temple of Agma and it was patched up, and guys burst out of it. Uh, not exactly like that, no. Not but exactly. it looks like it. No, Bruh this attacks the wall. This looks like it had definitely collapsed at one point, and she can tell that someone. Patched up the wall, but did a really shitty job of it, in her opinion. My opinion? Am I a very, uh, s- kind of strict? It would be like if Damon <laughs> tried to take a bunch of rocks and make a wall out of it. He just doesn't Because I suck at rock wall building. Oh, yes. I really do. You train in that. <laughs> I've never done it ever. He'd like, put so it all like, up, he finds here's, something that's here's like hella rocks. Like, and and makes something. No, he doesn't even do glue. He just... No, I just try to fit together like a big puzzle. Pressure fitted, which is actually amazing. I would never blame you for trying. I'm not so, saying to blame. Say that Hugh, seeing <laughs> Ren's <laughs> assertion that it's probably a trap, and thinking he could be right, remembering our last time, does perception checks as he's coming up here to see if he sees any thing that looks trap-like, either physical or people hiding. So, twenty? No, yeah, thirty-five. Just people hiding in their little infernal snow caves. Sure. Just before. And you where are you looking specifically? Uh, up this direction that I'm going, up the way, up this bend. I'm going this direction, so I'm looking for traps yeah. in the direction that. You don't see any traps hit in me the uh, in the snow there? 
And then uh, I'm jumping over this ice. Yep. And probably like the borders next to where I'm going, where things could jump out. Of. If you see him calling for help, killed him. Yeah. Well, that's well enough dead. All right. So keep cool. on moving. Okay. So this is. So Damon's gonna beep, beep, come up next to the wall. As Damon gets closer, he sees an eye looking back at him. Yeah, he thought he might have seen it. Can I stab? No, can uh Let's move back one. Oh, right here? That's where you are. You see an eye. Like I uh don't have my weapons drawn, but I'm ready. It's a large eye. How Evil gross eye. does the eye look? A, a very large eye surrounded by green skin. Uh, green skin. My eyes are looking a little wider now. Uh, and let's see. It's the whole. I know the physics of arrow slits, but I don't know the mechanics of them in D and I'm here. Can I get attacked by people through those arrow slits? Certainly. From here. Absolutely. All right. Well. Damon, let's see, reacts by... The eye withdraws from the slit. He comes around here. And then, and the door yells, bursts open. That's a trap! Let's roll some initiative. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't roll a terrible initiative. I'll take ten. You take ten. Ooh, hello. Uh, that's a Are, initiative bonus Are we actually rolling initiative? Yes. Yeah, roll initiative. That means yeah, 24. <laughs> 24, Aura? Yep. Yeah. 22, Ren. 19, Brandis. 19, Brandis. What was Ren? 22. Damon in here? Damon is, uh, 27. Also 27. <laughs> Jesus. Brandis is You're first. Yeah. Yeah, you have the higher initiative or dex bonus. You guys always say that, but you never know what the boss is. Oh, he's first out of me. Ah, me and him, because we did tie. Hugo's. Ha! Hugo's. So, the doors burst open way over there. Do I hear this? See this? Yes, I'm aware that something's wrong and going on. Yes. The door has burst open, <laughs> and out from it comes a large green, just standing right there, is a large green troll. It is the Hulk. Although, you realize that he is only somewhat green as a lot of his skin actually has a light blue going down it. Only his face still retains the green. <coughs> uh, he's a lot larger than he is green. Much more large. Accent on the, emphasis on the large. Don't worry much about the green. Um, uh, Hugh. Yeah, let's do this. Hugh activates uh, a dumped stride. That movement is not hindered by difficult terrain. Alright! And that moves. One, two, three, four, five, six. Can I have. I don't have a view of him there, do I? No, you do not. I do not. I'll keep moving then. So another one, two, three, four, five, six. Good call. You move well. Shoot, I don't have anywhere to go. You, you hung out just here. Sure, six. All right. He goes up there because he realizes he can't get clear of the air slots in time. All right, Damon is next. Then Aurora. Get out of there. Damon. 
catching a glance of Hugh out the side of his, uh, out of the corner of his eye, thinks maybe we should try diplomacy. That's because that's what Hugh always says, and he's always right. And he sees this huge fucking troll in front of him, and he says, "Fuck this guy." And he goes, he uh, pulls his blades out, which were at the ready, and um, and takes a kind of a, a, a low stance as he prepares for a melee onslaught. Wait, what? What kind of a uh, Weapons is this troll carrying? Sword and shield? I can tell you that. Um, he's got a, a maul. Big maul. Okay, big maul. So, so because Damon doesn't want to be mauled, metal. activates his uh, big metal stick. snarling wolf stance. And then, conjuring up, he will mark the guy. Oh, no, no, he's not going yes. to. He's going to conjure up Divine winds to blast forth uh, cold slicing energies, uh, or sorry, kind of slicing uh, wind uh, energies that that uh, that uh, kind of crash over the troll, causing small nicks and maybe some deep, uh, some some larger uh, gashes um, all over his entire fr- uh, huge frame. So this is going to be versus uh, reflex. All right, this is going to be. I mean, that's right. Reroll it, dude. Yeah. It's going to be a critical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might as well do that. Okay. It's a critical? He critical critical. reroll because it was a bad landing crooked. Roll the damage. Alright, so it's going to be D8. So it's going to be 8 plus 11. Plus eight is twenty. Twenty-seven. Uh, so he takes uh, twenty-seven damage. Twenty-seven damage. And ongoing ten damage. Wait from the, the critical. Crit? Yeah. Did you just roll dice though? This is, is the high crit weapon. This is a scimitar. Oh, two d eight. Cool. Scimitar. Is it three d eight or two d eight? It's two d eight for the uh, for the paradox. It's just the high crit. Yeah. It's high crit. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, 27 and ongoing 10. 27 damage and ongoing 10 as he gets uh, sliced from head to toe, um, you know, in the cracks of his armor and uh, and around his uh, his his lower lower limbs. Um, and Damon, as the winds kind of roll over his foe, they also begin to swirl with a greater fury around him. And not only is Damon's form blurred in the uh, uh, in the maelstrom, but he's also uh, the, the winds also act as a, as a shield, granting him great defensive powers. So, go. Alrighty, Aurora. Okay. Oh yeah, so, my minor action. I'll roll a nature check against him. Fun. Um, while you're thinking that. Sure. It's uh, gonna be. How hard is it to scramble up these uh, cliffy sides? Yeah, almost impossible. I think these are impassable. You go up here. Okay. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. And can you cut that corner? No, because it's solid. Oh boy. Uh, well, she'll go there. One, two, three, four, five. And that's one, two, three. Well, five, four. six. Five, six? Yeah, because it was rough terrain. Well, I, I can't go that far then. Yeah, you can go there. Uh. That's dumb. Um. How far is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Far away. I don't have anything that far ranged. I'm just gonna double move. Uh, yeah, you can double move or you can ready and attack. 
I'll double move. So you're at One, four. One, two, three. <coughs> so get on the ice. Alrighty, you make a uh, a check for that. You can do it, I guess, 11. I do not fall down. Uh, what was guess. your result? I don't know what kind of check you want from okay, me. Okay, it's the same thing as you can On the car, it's yeah, athletics it's check. So you want to move through 18, it, right? 19, 20 total. Oh, then yeah, it's plenty enough. Okay. In the future, you gotta pick which one you're doing. That is enough. Uh, and you get through it. Oh, and that just gives you a bonus to your AC, am I correct? Three. Someone correct me? What? That just gives you a bonus to your AC when it yeah, attacks you. So. It does. so it's still going to attack you. Hold on. Or was that the ice web? Hang on. Yeah, I think you're talking about the ice web. So what? Is, okay, and then yeah, just go ahead. Yeah. Continue. Okay, so I'm where I am. All, All right. right. I rolled a nature check at the end of my turn against the troll. And minor action. I still have a minor action. Is that correct? Yeah. You do have a minor action, yes. Um, as a minor action, she activates uh, the power of her hammer and it and, uh, glows again. Alrighty. Okay. Yes. What'd you get? Uh, 24. A 24. You know that this is a rare variety of troll known as an ice troll. Okay, figure. Ice troll. Ice troll. You know, an ice troll, you know that he is not terribly. Formidable for oh. people of your skill. He's only level 10. Alright. Uh, who is next? That me? Yeah. Okay, where am I starting? Uh, it's actually all of them. Everyone. All of them. That's a great song. All of who? Who is the focus of the rams start coming in. Ah, <laughs> on fire. They're still on fire. Still burning. Still uh, beating suddenly, atop the tower, you hadn't seen them before oh, because God. you realize these are creatures that almost look like they're made of ice. However, uh, there's there's a slight movement of shadow on the ground as you see from atop the uh, the tower stand two figures. One stands about a, a human height, actually a little shoulder but broader. The other. Uh, is very tall, broad shoulders that appear carved from living ice of demonic forms with horns going back and wide wings. Uh, they look like gargoyles that you've seen, only they're carved from ice. And the creepy thing is, they still have bones and organs and all that that you can see clearly through the ice. These guys are awesome. So they're on top of the tower. Ow. It's a dark one. It's wow. large. That one is large. This one is medium. Oh boy. Okay. Oh uh, who do we have here? Me. Uh they as soon as they, they appear, you hear the sound kind of cracking ice as they, they open up and they dive down. Uh one dives down at you, Hugh, the uh, the large one. Fantastic. Uh so he is doing the Flying grab. Alright, here you go. Whoops. So he flies down and tries grabbing you in his claws. And. Ooh. Oh! 34 versus 18. Alright, deals 15 cold damage and 5 ongoing cold damage, and you are grabbed. Oh, okay. that's. 
Um, so things that happen if they damage me and then I can shift away won't help if I'm grabbed, correct? Uh, is it a reaction? <coughs> yeah. Then yeah, you, when you're grabbed you can't move away. No, I'll do anything. Okay, so he will activate yeah, his belt. As part of okay. his... As part of his... Right? It's a... It's a it's next so he only takes... He actually takes nothing. Well, that is only his standard. He flew eight squares oh, to see. make an attack standard. during it. I see. At the end, you see what it says at yeah. the end of the movement? Now okay. he still has a move. Okay, so he continues to fly with you in his He's holding me? He is, has grabbed oh. you and now is moving. So that's his standard action. And he attempts to carry you, which is this. I see. Nice. Nice. Fortitude. Fortitude. That'll probably hit. I can see. It's an athletics check. Yeah, my, my fortitude is 22. Oh. So, so yeah, that means it. succeeded. Alrighty. Okay. Uh, so he continues you to carry you. Let's see if you can move on. There we go. Yeah. Use he that. carries you up to the top of the tower. <laughs> That's awesome. Good. That's where you want to be. That's not dangerous. I'd probably be okay there. Uh, uh, where? Above the tower? Oh. Um, no, he wouldn't so. carry him there. He's going to carry him away. Where? From the others. Let's go uh, in this direction. Okay, so where was he here? Yeah. And he can go. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's up here. Yeah. So you're still flying. You're still. In and the he's air. eight squares up. Okay. Uh, the other one is gonna swoop down. Can he reach Ren from there? One, two, three, four, five. So the big one came after me. Eight. No, you can't reach Ren. Uh, she's so gonna go down at. We'll go down at Aurora right now. The medium-sized one dives down at Aurora. You see its skull behind the ice flesh coming down at you. So it is fly-by attacking Aurora. So be it. All right, fly-by. The other one is fly-by grabbing Aurora. Here you go. Not gonna do it. 24 versus AC. Alright, you raise your shield and its claws just scrape along your shield. Uh, it's then gonna move. Oh, can it move? Well, it yeah, can that's shift back, that's it. Oh, okay, that's it. Oh, I mean, well, it can, it can take an opportunity attack. Oh, yeah, it's not gonna do that. Uh, since it's sure? standard. Might want to. Uh, but it'll shift back five feet. So, it's just gonna yeah. shift here. Alright. Is it still flying? How He's high shifting is it? up, right? I assume. Yeah. So he's two squares above. Let me do that. And this one is eight squares. Eight squares up. There you go. So okay. I'm going five. Say again. I'm going five. I'm going five cold. Yes. Okay. Now, Ren, and then Brandis. Okay, Ren <laughs> is going to move. Gotta get up there, so he's gonna go one, two, three, four, five. It's right there. And then he's going to move across the ice. And I rolled an 18, so that <coughs> makes it. Alright. So I'm gonna go one, two, three. Can I go right there? I can't tell. Is that legit? I'm gonna call it legit. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just decoration. And. Uh, as he does so, he pulls his goggles down over his eyes and looks at the giant green uh, troll thing 
to see if he can figure out, uh, get any further details on him, like how much health he has. Yes, you know that he has 82 out of 109 hit points. Okay. Hmm. Is that it? And yeah, I'm done. All right, Brandis. Brandis is going to step forward on the. Actually. Uh, yes, because a standing long jump is a little bit rough, but it'll let me forego the rough terrain of... Ah! Um, uh, yes, yeah, so, I'm, so Brandis, he's now is not going to use his belt, actually, because he's a rock star. Oh, okay, that's alright. 22, maybe I jump two squares, so one, two, yeah, so it's part of my movement, um, so, one, two... One, two, three, four, five. And this thing is two squares up. I can't. So that's out of reach. Out of melee range, yeah. Okay. Um, then, uh, yeah, then actually I'll, I'll cut this corner here. I'll uh, bump into Aurora. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Someone want to put me here? Aurora, you now have cover from anyone shooting out of those arrow sticks. Um, you want to do a moving charge or... Um, no, I actually want to move there. And so can you... Yeah, that's what happens. I kill him. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you can move and then ready and attack, right? Uh, a ready is a standard action. Okay, thank you. So, yes. Um, I move and then, uh, I'm going to do a nature check. Are these guys nature-y? Would you, would you yeah. check on, uh, the, on the gargs? Yeah, do we know sometimes, like, yes. what's an effective uh, skill? Uh, gargoyles would require arcana. Um, they are elemental. And creatures. the troll um, would be nature. Is that yes. correct? Okay. Nature check on the troll. 21. 21. You confirm this. Yes. There are, it is an ice he troll. Is troll. It is an ice troll. <laughs> Looking um, at it fighting, it has not done enough for you to be sure uh, what its effects are. Although uh, although you can tell that it is that Daemon looks very cold being next to it, almost as if it has an unnatural cold aura about it. Be rid of it. Do we still have some sort of ritual? Is that... That hasn't been cast recently. Uh, I cast it at night. So, no, we haven't done um, it for the day today. And then for a standard, I ready... Uh, you can only ready a basic melee attack, is that correct? You can ready anything against anything? any trigger. Anything? Yeah, standard action. I ready master stroke against an enemy coming in range. Okay, the troll master. Then steps. He takes ten damage for his ongoing. Right. Cool. I am. The troll s- uh, um, steps more out of his little little house there and eyes the trespassers as he just takes his big maul and smashes it down at Daemon. Yeah. Mm, yep. Oh! Uh, I get hit. I am going to... Hold on. Alright. As he... Uh, uh, actually, I didn't mention it. That's fine. I will take the hit. Okay. 35 damage. Okay. I get to make an opportunity attack against him. All right, roll it. Ugh, mm, mm. straight one. Straight one. Yeah. All right. 
The troll is ready for it and just smashes the uh, smashes the scimitar out of the way with his huge maul. But I can also make uh, shift three squares. All right. Need a little sticks. Next up is Hugh and Damon and then Aurora. Okay. So Hugh is eight squares up at the moment eight in the clutches of this giant yeah. flying so iceberg like thing. Well, Hugh, I can bring it to the ground. Oh yeah. And the troll does not save against his arm. Are we doing? Damage. Are we doing awesome. them than us? We're just doing it the way I'm doing it right now. Okay. So Hugh takes five. That's <coughs> five. Now I'm going cold. He's having a great time. He's up in the air being held by a giant ice creature. It's been a pretty shitty hike through the woods. He got might... attacked by rams. He thinks to himself, I could always be weaving. Which <laughs> <laughs> would be much worse than this. Um, so what do you have to do to escape a grab again? It's an athletics check? or an athletics anything? or an acrobatics check. It's against different defenses. Okay. And I'm eight squares up. What's falling damage for eight squares? Uh, that would be 40 feet. So that is... Um, if you let me go, 4d10. I can try to bring it to the ground. 4d10. We're not going to do that. Hugh, his bow in his hands from his trek up here, uh, doesn't want to fall, so he takes advantage of his elevated position and tries to take a beat on someone. Oh my <laughs> lord. Uh, how's this guy looking? Now, of course, uh, you will take an attack, a claw attack, because you're using a ranged attack. Dude, I can get you down from there. My daily power on my bow drops the guy to the ground. Interesting. What to do? Let me go next. <laughs> hey, I got the sky render. You can just ready to send the magic until after one of them breaks. Hey, hey, he's clearly preferring to cook something else up. What's the magic happen? Make a decision sooner, delay, and then let one of them go. Delay. Delay. Alright, he's delaying. Who's going? I'll go. Aurora's going. Does he take the Aurora is going to. Envelop herself with a uh, kind of silvery light, and as she does so, you notice that he was also being enveloped in a very light. similar light. And and within uh, within seconds, kind of, Aurora is suddenly in the claws of a, <laughs> of a of a, uh, uh, a what is this thing? A gargoyle. Yeah. And he was safely back on the ground, exactly where she was standing. And she kind of looks up at it and goes, "Surprise!" and attacks it. Wow. Alrighty. Which is a 16 plus 16. C. She gets a 16 plus 16 is uh, 24? 16 and 16. No, 16 plus 34. 34. 34. So she gets a 34 versus AC. She just slams her hammer into it. Totally prepared for the... Uh, 32. 32, sorry. But hits. Um, which hits. <laughs> which hits and uh, does some damage. Oh, Alright, roll your I damage. I not even have my dice on, sorry. Uh, 2d10. Yeah, yeah. A three and an eight. So eleven damage. Plus. Why would it be plus anything? Plus ten. Sorry. Because you never do just the I dice. just, I, I, you know, I totally. Uh, so twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one damage. All right, twenty-one damage. And now she is grabbed within the claws of. Happily, happily grabbed. <laughs> I mean, she's. Yeah, I like she, She's ready she's to she just to wail on this thing for a while, and then she shouts down to, to Brent, says, "Lock that troll down! I've got this one." And she uh, grabs onto its its leg like she doesn't actually want to let go. She's just gonna stay up there and chip it. Yeah, I like right. that idea. She's holding him. All right, the gargoyle is holding him, and suddenly, you know, to it, its weight suddenly goes down. Looks down, 
and it's holding you by like the, the, the leg or whatever, and you just grab onto it. <laughs> and then you start to hit it. Alright, you are damn it. Uh, here go we go. Um, so I took the damage, so. Yeah, because I delayed, I don't make the save. I don't take ongoing five again, right? That's probably just from being held, I think. Because uh, I had ongoing five and I delayed, and I took it then. You took it then and then you, you, you saved? No, I didn't roll anything because I delayed. I thought I didn't. You'll take one damage. You'll take one instance of the damage every time you roll a save. So until that has happened, then it doesn't really matter what order we do. Okay, so Hugh is going to shoot at the damn thing that was holding him. And he's going to do... Mark says, don't miss! Twin strike. He says, I won't. This is what I'm curious about, though. If he shoots the thing out of the air while he's flying, while it's flying with Aurora, does Aurora take fall damage? Sure. It depends on what the effect does. I'm sure I'll be fine. Uh, so he yeah. takes a bead. He got a real close look at it while he was up in its arms. So he quarries it now. And he gets... Shit. So 23 AC. 23 AC is not enough. And then the other one is 15. 16 plus 18... That'll be enough. Okay. <laughs> so that one hits. So this one and this one. One arrow goes, ding! Oh, the shield. Hey, watch it! So 10, 15, 19, plus 7. 26 damage. 26 damage on the Reaper, you said? Uh, the one who was holding the me. The big one. called it the Reaper. 27 damage. That's you really said, right? Yes. No. Did I say 25? Sure, 27. I don't remember now. All right, We're fine. the dice away. 27 damage. Uh, now Dalman. Alright, Dalman. A bit rocks from the attack of the, uh... Of the, uh... Ice oh, troll. I save. Cannot move inside the building. Oh, weird. You fails to save. Uh, that guy's on the table. Wanders back into the fight. <laughs> ah! Okay, yeah, I don't know about you that. You lose. Working <laughs> out. I mean, it's just not that stable. Okay. Which word the dice leaves. You were here or here? Right there. Yeah. And... Uh, Mark the ice troll and attacks him. Alright. With a twin strike. It's going to be an 18 and a 14, so that's going to be a 31 versus AC and higher. That'll hit. Roll your damage. So it's going to be 9, 11. Plus ten, so twenty-one damage, and he adds uh, all of a sudden. As he ends his turn, he deals five more damage as the screaming winds continue to tear at the troll, cold on cold. Boom. Thanks, all righty. Oh, okay. Uh, that. Okay. And that was uh, all of you guys, right? Yeah. Well, no, I meant the guys that mattered. Oh. <laughs> huh. The guys in that group. Now it's you guys. Okay. Uh, uh, the flying gargoyle. Uh, uh, that's nice. Oh, that's not going to end well for you. <laughs> <laughs> you all see, it's, it's wide ice wings come up and come down, but in the air. You see ice stays off the ice wings and encases Aurora and the Reaver in a globe of ice. What? Uh, inside <laughs> the globe of ice, it gets cold. Dead cold. We'll see. Uh, let's see. And is it 
Is it land when it does that? No, it doesn't say it has to. Uh, it does. Oh, it does? Okay, first it lands. So it drops? Because or it, it doesn't land? have hover. So it has I to move Okay. Otherwise it would crash. So where does it land? It can move first. Or it can choose yeah, it's to gonna, crash. Yeah, it's gonna go just over here. Or it can choose to crash. Yeah. Just put it off the board. Actually, no. You know what? It, it goes all the way back over there as far as it can go. Eight squares that way. There, and lands. So it comes down and ice plumes up around it and then forms a globe. Inside it gets cold. So Aurora... Uh... So she is grabbed right now, right? Yes, you so are you grabbed. Are stunned, restrained, and you take 20 cold damage. <sighs> and you have resist 20 all except for that cold that damage. Cold. So no one else can hurt you or it right now. It, it and you have 20 resist. Okay, I'm not no one else can hurt them? Except against so that challenge. Minus, so minus 19. Brand is there. It. But you still take 20 cold damage. You're just not going to take damage from anyone else. Right, I, but I, I have You a don't reduce. take that damage right now, you have ongoing cold damage. Oh, oh so I don't see. take it right now. Correct, you do not take it right now. Save it's ends all these effects. Cold. Okay. Which also ends the grab. Okay, the other gargoyle... Yes, if you save. ...does not like... Um, archers. He's going to have to heal. He comes... One, two, this way. And then three... Lowers one, so that's four, and grabs you. It's attempting to grab you. Is that within uh, range of me? How he's um. Does he have so, to enter that square or like? No, he's just uh, making a claw attack. He's got to get adjacent to me in order to do yeah, that. Yeah, so he's up and adjacent to you. So if he's adjacent to me, then he's going to be adjacent to him somewhere. Because he's going to either be in like the Here, square or the square or the square. Oh, unless he's oh, unless he's, he's diagonally he's adjacent to you. Oh, he's up here. Yeah. Okay, that works. He's basically in the place where he doesn't need to be adjacent to Brandon. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Alright, and he attempts to he grab you in his claws. Awesome. So when he gets grabbed, does he move the into Hugh's old square? No, then he just keeps moving. <laughs> and Hugh gets pulled into his square? Or how does grab... I don't... I'm a That's little, a good question. Does he, grab does he I don't know grab into stuff? his square at the grab? No. Okay. Alright, so anyways, don't attack against go. Mr. I, I'm, I'm reading the whole ice prison thing because it's confusing. It's, uh, it's very similar to the crystals that the princesses were locked in in a link to the past. I'm going to find I am a princess. I'm not sure he's a You have to fight a boss to get you out. Sweet! No more work for me. I'm hoping from the upside, we'll get a full heart container. Exceptionally useful. On the way to get here. But anyway, I'm so this, this guy's fucking All right, yeah. I'm Mallet. So, bow. Bow. Ice gargoyle. No, the gargoyle can still act normally. Okay. So it can attack other people. Mirror. It can fly around and attack other people. Biggest button. Oh, okay. Maybe not. It's just encased in ice and it's still moving around. Cool. That's weird. Huh. But cool. Next. Yeah. You can use this. It'll take you out of dungeon. Oh, it's attacking an axe. Oh, okay. So, who's attacking him? Ice. Gargoyle Ice is gargoyle is to grab Mr. Hugh. Where'd it go? Alright, and it's flyby grab. I took it. It's mine. There it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll uh, miss. I think. Misses. 24 okay. versus AC. Yeah. That misses. Yay. Not enough. Okay, then it moves. Whoosh. Uh, that one can't hit as well. Does it shift? Oh, yeah, I guess that's the shift. It's not as moving. It doesn't have to. It can provoke if it wants. What it provoke from Hugh? 
Yeah, it's in threatening range because it attacks. Oh, but so. he's ranged. Does yes, it but I can range? punch you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, whatever they're You can fly back. Not, uh... Yeah, so he can fit. Yeah, you can thing. provoke. Yeah, okay. I can punch you. You try to whack him with the bow. No, he doesn't need to. He just moves up diagonally, so now he's Versus. two squares up right Gotcha. Alright. So like, he has an opportunity attack, is that right? Or no? Right, just you don't, because he shifted. Okay. Ren and Brandis. Ren looks at the ice troll and takes his rod and smashes it on the ground as uh, a pulse of thunder emanates out towards the ice troll, and it's so uh, loud and, and just feels heavy that you can almost see yeah. the, the waves of it rolling through the air as it hits the ice troll, and I did a... that's a 33 versus fortitude. It sounds like it. 33 versus fortitude? Yes. Yeah, that'll hit. And that's going to do 19 thunder damage, and he is dazed until the end of my next turn. Ooh. 19 thunder damage against the troll. Yes. Nice. And then, uh, turning and looking at the gargoyles, I'm going to do uh, a knowledge check, so I'm going to roll our cannon to see if we can figure out some stuff about them. That's going to be a 33. 33 against the gargoyle? Well, let's go against the the guy standing right in. The small gargoyle. Yeah. The medium gargoyle. The guy standing next to you. Yes, uh, you know that that is an ice gargoyle. Uh, and it has a... It can also put a creature that is grabbed in an ice prison, which deals... Uh, has the same effect that deals 20 ongoing cold damage. Uh, it... That is pretty much the uh, the only effect it has, and you know that it is vulnerable against fire. As you just did a ranged attack, right? Ranged or area uh, yeah, attack? I'm going to then... Hold on. Uh, I'm then going to blow an action point, and uh, I turn and I look at that gargoyle that I just did a knowledge check on. All right. And uh, suddenly, um, from just the, the its mouth and things like that, it's kind of odd because you see it just starts to glow from the inside as, as its internal parts start to burst into flame as it begins and you can to see it. You can see it as it starts to burn from the inside. <laughs> hot ice. So that's it's the best of both be worlds. Icy hot, but lovely. It's from the 28 versus fortitude. Uh, yeah, I think that does it. Uh, yes, that hits. And... <laughs> so it does? Old Beanie's a chip. Yeah, it hits. Okay, 28 versus Fortitude. 28 versus Fortitude hits. It does 24 fire damage. And any creature adjacent to it, which is nobody, takes 5 poison damage. 28, how much? 20... Damage. How much damage? 24. 24 damage. Fire. Fire damage, and it is dazed. Okay. Its vulnerability to fire has caused it to uh, become dazed. Caused it to suck. Thus endeth the turn of Ren. Seeing nice. So, the ice prison that Aurora's in, he cannot move always in the ice prison. He sits there on the ground and has encased himself in ice. Any damage caused to the gargoyle will... Free the grabbed target and end the grab. 
does the damage have to? It is. It does succeed. It would have to pierce the twenty damage resistance. Sam, you're adding to that. Immediate reaction. Uh, Hugh sends an arrow at the gargoyle with one of his flame burst arrows, seeing that it's made of ice and that's sending fire things after it makes as well. He rolls a twenty-three AC. Twenty-three AC is not quite enough to hit. Yay! Just not. You see the air go, and it go, when it hits the, hits the ice and melts a bit of the, uh, melts a bit of the ice, creating another little square of treacherous ice. Huh. Nice. All right, Brandis. Um, Brandis yells out, "Warlord!" What? I mean, um. Uh, did you, did you want some help over there? Or? You can't hear anything. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, she can see her surroundings, see but she is not speaking. Yeah, she, or she, she can she can uh, read his lips because <laughs> she's uh, yeah. Um, she can read her did, own so did we one. see? Did we see uh, the gargoyle <laughs> like that, start actually. encasing? Actually, no. Can we see? You can see it. Okay, no, I get mixed up because I understand these are yeah. So they're no, that's they're, just for fun. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, and actually, then my other question with these is: I know these are impassable, at least one way. If they're ledges, can we jump down them? <laughs> I guess it's supposed to go up higher. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I understand you're saying, I understand the that you wanted them to not be able to go up this way. But if they are like impassable ledges, could I just jump down? You could jump down only, but you have to clear it. If you don't, bad things will happen. I'll always clear it. <laughs> but it'll be long. Wow. Might as well just say this um, is what he's gonna do. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just gonna put that over there, or or over there. Um, <laughs> I see. Van Brandis. Oh, right. I meant to do this. Seeing that Aurora's ca- encased <laughs> in ice. Oh, God. It's not my favorite act. Um, is uh, going to go one. Yeah. Weaver, as he walks by, two, and say, move it! And uh, and you actually don't even need to duck. Uh, and then is going to jump <laughs> this way. And Hi-oh. should I use my boots? Actually, no, I'll move one, two. Three, so I'm on your square. At three, little bit of athletics. Explosive. Yeah, it's 32. That's like six squares if I need to. Um, the running jump, jumping at this level if you're trained in athletics is pretty ridiculous. Three, four, five. Ten point drop. Six. Um, do you take yes. feather ball ring, right? Oh uh, yeah, I have a ring of feather ball. Oh uh, yeah, so just jumps <laughs> and floats down and the ice. <laughs> Actually. If Brandis's jump is like the Barbarian from Diablo 2, it is now even more so as the smoke kind of comes out from from it when he when he lands. The snow just. Um. Yeah. So that's uh, he gets there. Sorry, I gotta count this one more time. One, two, three, four, five, six. So I run to get there, um, and then uh, Brandis is going to reach into the ice to try and pull you out. It's a crazy idea! Good idea! Yes! Heal check, DC 15. I grant you a saving throw. Nice. You get a plus two. And what do I get to use? Oh, wait. Uh, or the ally gets a plus two at the end of his jump. No, okay. You need to do it immediately. Brandis, as you enter, you see there is kind of a mist emanating from this ice prison going two squares out in every direction. Ah! As soon as... No, no, no. No, no, no. You notice it when you enter it. Yeah, as you enter it, uh, it... 
you feel cold all over your body, and it, you are weakened, and you take ongoing five cold damage. I see. I'm glad that I didn't try to attack. As little ice crystals. You see? Here. But you, won't, you don't take the damage now, right? It's ongoing um, five. It's not actually ongoing five. You take five oh. cold damage at the start. Oh, whoops. I don't turn. know where I read ongoing. Yeah. Or I now or that I've entered it. <laughs> so would I take it now? Uh, no, no. It's, it's, it's the next so start of your turn. Actually, and I'm glad that I didn't attack because that means it's a hell of a time getting someone out of there because uh, you're weakened. Well, I'm just saying. No, you yeah. take five cold damage when you enter. When you enter. Okay, I'll take that. Right. Okay. Now, I feel like two um, slides, yeah. I have that too. I thought I'm going. Um, heal uh, check. Yeah, heal check. I made the heal check. So you can either take a saving throw immediately or at the end of your next turn you can take a plus two. But you can avoid that 20 damage. I'll okay. try it now. Okay. I'll take what's behind door number one. Well. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Describe yourself you bursting out from the. Uh, That's exactly what happens. Just there's bursts the, there's out all, of the ice. It, It's almost an explosive and uh, uh, explosive burst, and you just go. see snow just poof everywhere as this thing just gets obliterated. Um, just, just and she just comes tumbling out, and she actually rolls. Does that end the orb, or just her being in it? It ends the entire effect of the power, except the after effect is you are slowed and weakened until the end of the gargoyle's so next I'm turn. Stunned, restrained, slowed, and weakened. You're, not You're no longer stunned and restrained because you broke out of it. Know. But you are slowed and weakened. She's had worse. Do you want to move? No, I'm going to kick this thing's ass. Brennis is going to do another a nature check. Uh, see. Uh, and she looks at you and she goes, move. thanks. Standard action it's uncomfortable on that. Uncomfortable in there. Uh, we do Lord our load. Na- nature checks or not checks is minors, right? Um, yeah, but the gargoyles I think are arcane. So I'm gonna do on this guy. Still trying to nail that. Here we go. And a 28 nature check on this guy. A 28 nature check. You know that this ice troll, troll. has. Um, he appears to like his brethren be vulnerable to acid and. Fire, and you see now that his wounds are slowly <laughs> closing up the uh, where Daemon has stabbed him multiple times. He's almost like letting himself be hit because it just heals right back up. Gotcha. We're going to need some firepower. Unfortunately... Is that your only one? Alright. I've got some flame burst arrows. That yeah, was Brandis. You use those ice arrows. That was Brandis. Yeah, I could use those ice arrows. I think that would work really well against this encounter. I think I tricked him. I have a. I have a daily. We blow The troll then actually takes a step more inside. And as he does, Damon immediately interrupts him. Interrupts his movement? Yes. Alright. Um, answer was steel. So as he moves. Damon takes the opportunity to just shove it, hit one of his, uh, or I'll roll the dim, roll the, the attack first. Alright, so 31 versus AC. 31 versus AC, that'll hit. As he as he tries to move in, Damon just viciously shoves one of his blades through the uh, Ice Troll's cap and and leaps backwards, drawing it out. It's gonna be a little, uh, two weapon. Oh, nice. And I haven't used my quarry damage this turn yet. Do we have a potion of, like, flame? Dragon breath. Yeah, we have a potion of dragon breath. We never it's, used it it's cold, though. It's cold it damage. Is? That's yeah. right, it was a white oh. dragon breath. Use it! Right. Quick! Again, ineffective. Okay, <laughs> so, dealing 7 and 6, 13 plus 10, dealing 23 damage. 23 no, damage to the ice troll, and it hurts as he lets out a yell. And I remind you that he should have taken a 10 ongoing at the beginning of his turn. 
it's taking it. Cool. And Damon shifts back one. No. As part of that. I didn't. Oh. All right. She doesn't take 20 ongoing damage because she's free now. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not your turn yet anyway, but yeah, but that will only yeah. have, that's all part of that same effect. Um, the, the ice troll yells out in giant, he says, stupid punies, as he just swings, and you see he's just spilling blood, uh, blood all over the ice, and it, uh, even his blood is hot, and so when it hits the ice, it just melts into it, and he swings his maul down at Daemon again. Oh, he's, he has reach? I shifted it. It's part of the reaction. Oh, well, yes, he does have reach. Okay. All large creatures Actually. have reach, too. Um, it, well, as a rule, they do, but some override that rule and don't. But what? All right. Well, then, take your, take your swing. 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 I'm going to... Oh, yes, can't. Never mind. I already, yeah, I already reacted. All right, 28 damage. Yep. And as I can't react to that, but I can shift. Are you bloodied? Yes. You can shift why? Uh, because my, my stance, whenever I get hit by a melee attack, hit or missed, I can do melee attack as a, as a reaction and then shift. As a react? As an opportunity attack. As an opportunity. And the other thing you did was not an opportunity. It was a reaction. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So, gotcha. All right. As he hits you and bloodies you, he gets... A renewed sense of vigor and smashes again, but you had just slipped out of range of him and he only catches snow. Thank God. Alright, that's his turn. Aurora, Hugh, Damon. Okay. Careful that gargoyle uh, saves. Okay, Hugh will go. Uh, Hugh, take a close beat at the one over here whose arrow he missed before. Oh, you can fire that guy? Because he's regenerated. But I was reminding you of that. I don't know what you want. True. But I was thinking of stunning these guys some more. So that is other Griff. Yeah, I just don't want Hubie carried off because I also see that ice thing happening with. And Hugh pulls out another flame another pair of flame arrows and sends an arrow at this one and then at this one. With his pinning strike. And if I hit them, I'll immobilize them for a round. Alright. This one is blue. Huh. I didn't look at them before I did that. Nice. So, uh, first one, 5 plus 18, probably not enough for the AC. 5 plus 23. 18, 23 is not enough. On this guy. But this one, that's a crit. A uh, crit, okay. Alright, talking. Alright, roll awesome. yeah, the damage. So, one of them was a flame burst arrow, that's gonna be interesting. So, it's a d12 plus 13. So it's 12 plus 13, uh, so that's 25, plus, what is it, 3d6 because my weapon? Yeah. Yup! Yeah. Uh, another 7, so that's 32, and it's immobilized, and that was a flame burst arrow. So does the flame burst arrow get maximized? It's a plus d6 fire damage, essentially. Uh, yes, the fire burst arrow would get would get um, maximized. Okay, so that is just, uh, what I say? It's 32, so plus 6, 38. It's only 1d6? Just one, it's a plus 1. Oh, it's, a, oh, it's an old one, yeah. Yeah. But the point, it's a minion killer. It, yeah, it's yeah. a minion killer primary. Gotcha. So, how much damage total? Uh, it was 38, I believe. 32, you said? 38? 
Thirty-eight. Yeah, thirty-two 25. plus six. Thirty-eight. Oh, hang on. Well, Sorry. Four damage. Thirty-eight. No, you don't. Four roll. damage. So plus another sixteen then. Thirty-eight. Uh, forty. Fifty-four. Fifty-four damage to the ice gargoyle reaper. And did you reaver? And did you and that say that was fire damage? Flavor's arrow. Part of it was fire damage. And it's also immobilized because of the ability. Because it was the pinning strike. And it's vulnerability to fire. Uh, it grants combat advantage until the end of your next turn. And it is also immobilized until the start of my next turn. Alright, and yes, someone did bring up that troll was supposed to be dazed, wasn't he? From a thunder attack. Uh, yes. Yeah, actually. Good call. Well, yeah. Well, he would have just attacked without the shift then. So. That would have, yeah, that would have been different. Well, but yeah, you wouldn't have gotten your reaction. You came out more on top, I think. I really don't know if that's the case. <laughs> You don't think so? Uh, it's 28 damage. Well, he would have hit you anyway. That's still a shit no, kicking ladder. No, he wouldn't necessarily have. Why not? Because I have disruptive strike. Oh. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Aurora, you and... Oh, so that was Hugh. <laughs> now Aurora and Dan. Now there. Um, you you want to do... It doesn't matter to me. Well, okay. we're in different we're in different areas doing different things. Do your Can shit. I see him at all? Sorry. Yeah, you see his corner. Uh, yeah. Um, this is... Yes. Right yeah, yeah. That's Excellent. It. He's Corey as well, so I had a move last. Okay. That's all. You're Corey. Now, the, uh, the gargoyle is still kind of wondering where she went. <laughs> um, and it's shaking off the uh, the prison, since obviously that's not going to work out. Uh, and as it does so, she kind of reaches forward and she grabs onto one of its horns on its oh, head geez. and wrenches its, its head <laughs> down and looks right at... Right at and uh, oh, a, a burst of uh, yeah, a, a burst of silver light cap pulses through her arm into the creature, uh, locking it to to her in an ardent vow. There she will kick its ass, making it subject to her divine sanction. Not in his square. I figured she wasn't, but you know. And then to follow that up, she uh, she falls through with her threat and she hits him with her hammer or attempts to hit him. Yes. Okay. Uh, that is a 27. Did you add any combat advantage? 28, 29. Then it hits. Nice. Um, and so the hammer just... She, she's got him He's in got her hand, in her arm with, with one, and then she just brings the hammer around and just smacks it in the head yeah. with it. Uh, doing 1d10 damage. A 10. Nice. Plus 10. 20 damage total. And that's all that's special about that. It's dead. Yes. He's dead. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Squashed. Okay, so so instead his head comes clean off. Boom. Uh, <laughs> no, it's made of ice. And and uh, these people see just his like head go man. sailing. <laughs> just Do you like demolition a, man his head? <laughs> yeah. Don't lose your head. Exactly. Don't lose your head, man. Boom. <laughs> and uh, and the creature just crumbles into rough terrain. Alrighty. And it then is... she she looks at the next one and goes. It is no longer immobilized or granting combat advantage. Must it be dead? That's. Uh, so she wasted her You're arm on him, but that's okay. Damn it! Damn it! Minor action to heal himself. Uh, using his uh, healing word. Yeah. Six, eight, ten. <laughs> so getting, gaining. This is weird. Twenty-four. 10 plus 3. So 37. This is awesome. This is a certain more. I like that. I kind of uh, summons his uh, glowing winds to 
to uh, uh, to ease his wounds and to rejuvenate his spirits, shakes his head and wanders back in. Oh wanders back. What's <laughs> he oh, saying? He said wanders. Back. He's, he's dazed like, and like kind of like not officially dazed, but he's starred. Because that's not a, a mechanical word. Yeah. And kind of like wanders back into <laughs> walk into the fight, swinging his uh, swinging his swords. He's tweet birded. Yeah, totally. Um, and he's going to do another twin strike. Uh, it's going to be a thirty-one and a twenty-one. A thirty-one will hit. All right. So it's going to deal. God, that went hellfire. Nice. So, 12, 16, plus 5, 21. 21 damage, 5 for the miss. He's dead. Nice. Um, as the troll, as as he uh, kind of closes on the troll, he looks uh, to the, uh, the leg that most of the troll's weight is on after having stabbed his other thigh and just gives him a cross cut on the ankle, severing the foot. He just, uh, the, the troll, already off balance, just slips on his own blood and coming down, yeah. then just gives him uh, a scimitar right in the throat. Yeah. As he twists, he turns back to Ren and he says, we need to burn the corpse before it, uh, before it comes back to life. These trolls never die. He just rips his sword away from the, the troll's uh, throat. That big troll. Yeah, big ass troll. Alright. And your gargoyle, he's dazed. Yeah, he can't do anything, right? Oh, you can fly by. Oh, I don't know days. Days is he gets one standard action. Oh, okay. Yeesh. Which usually, for most creatures, that means they'll charge because it, it allows them to move and attack as a standard yes. action. Actually, yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, well, he actually can't charge. I was envisioning it as they just like blindly run, like. Just oh, to go into the the rush. Rush. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need yeah. some. No, it doesn't okay, say here. In case, oh, does it? In the third I need to get this guy. Oh, it doesn't have You can take one action. Second use for benign trail. Yeah, but it'll be hard to use for benign days, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the gargoyle stays on the ground now, right? Yeah. The gargoyle is panicking, and uh, it, it lands and flaps its wings to raise up ice that forms an ice prison around it. Amazing. Uh, push it off a cliff. It's just panicked. Right now. Wait, so... I killed its friend. I want to do the ice now, prison that has one, damage resistance. This one doesn't have the R, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. So right now it's in an ice prison that has resist 20 against everything. Actually, resist 15. Oh, resist 15. Even against, against fire things? And it's resist 15 all. Huh. Um, quick... Tank, uh, er, Find not, the yeah, are you done? Leave it yeah, in there. Um, so I figured that it's all all of us. My question is, uh, does... Do I need to save from that weakened state? From that, fact that, um, that aura that was that hit me from coming over? No, that was the... Gone. gone. Yeah, okay. I figured... I just want to double check. Oh, you're actually weakened until the start of your next turn. So you get your party. Okay, so basically, yeah. Yeah. I'd get dinged on an opportunity attack at best. Or at worst for me. No, because you would re-get it when you're... If you were still alive, you regain the effect at the start of your turn. Well, no, yeah, I mean, if, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Ren and, Ren and Brandon. So as the gargoyle encases itself in a nice prison, Ren looks at it and begins to conjure a, a fireball in his hands. And as he sends it forth, 
it uh, it engulfs the gargoyle in its ice prison, and flames start to just wash over it like like water. And he rolled a crit on that oh, one. Oh yes! And it was a daily. Oh. So oh. that does. I'm not quite sure how to roll. Go ahead, resist your 15. What is the... Uh, what is the? Uh, you maximize damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go to your weapon, which has uh, a certain effect on a crit. So check it. It's probably four of a certain deck size, probably. Uh, yeah, your weapon's a plus four weapon, so it'll say, like, 46 is so the basic. So 46. So you actually roll that. So five plus three is eight plus six is fourteen plus six is twenty. So that's thirty-nine fire damage plus ten ongoing. Thirty-nine fire that damage breaks the ice shield. Uh, yeah. Thirty-nine minus fifteen is uh, twenty-four. So it takes 24 damage, and it's dazed again because it's plus, vulnerable to fire. Plus 10 ongoing. 10 ongoing fire? Fire. Ugh. <laughs> oh, jeez, that'll never be <laughs> It's uh, really the ice cube that's found its way to hell. It'll <sighs> never stop All right. Very nice. Very nice. That's so awesome. You're doing anything else? Yeah. Uh, it is now bloodied. No, I'm just... As its icy I'm body is melting. I'm standing there watching it cook. Yeah, All right. I'm actually gonna roll. Actually, I'm gonna roll another Arcana check on it to see if there's anything else we can figure. What else does it do? In the it isn't a lot of. That's a uh, 34. It's an arcane. Thing. It's a poet. You've pretty Are much you uh, use your boots to get You've up? seen everything it's it can do. the first Taco Bell over McDonald's. Uh, you do know that it's immune to being slowed, and oh. it has resistance to cold. I'll think. And it's uh, reflex and will is weakest. Done. You know what? I was Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm pretty sure it was me. <laughs> she actually hasn't been eating. She's been sipping all over there, but I've been lucky. All right, she had her fill of beef. Maybe she's throwing up about this week. So, Brandis. Uh, Brandis, you can't get back and attack this javelin. Frustrating, um, javelins. Sees that uh, sees that there's one guy left, and he's on fire and like crying and stuff. And just kind of starts. I mean, we're still in the snow. The snow is deep, so he just starts kind of <coughs> chopping through the snow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm double moving. Um, and then jumps. Eight, nine. I mean, at the end of his jump, there just to do yeah, 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 athletics. Of course, I make it. Um. Uh. <coughs> Runs and uh, and is is basically out of breath when he gets here. Um, he is exhausted for a combat where he did not actually swing his weapon, and he knows that it, it's pretty much just about over. So he squares off and gets ready to attack the gargoyle, but fully expects it to be dead. All right. In about six seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh. Then, as Daleman said, you see. The troll's eyes open back up as some of its wounds close up. And it stands up, takes its maul, and (coughs) smashes down again. And he says, you cannot kill a troll in giant. 
Darren looks at its mangled form and he says, Ah, you totally can kill a troll. <laughs> you just have to burn it. And... Do you have any more burning? Oh. We got a few flasks oh. of oil. Asshole. Lamp oil. Um, yeah. 31 damage. No more burning power. Yeah, that's what I said to burn him. Uh, yeah, but I liked. That bloody you. Yeah. I like what I did. But I can take his attack and shift out of the way. Alright. So I will Very take good. an attack against him. It's going to be a. That'll be your job. 26 versus AC. 26 versus AC will just barely hit it. Yeah, asshole. And I hit it with ignominy. It's gonna take mm, 10, 3, 13 damage. Thirteen damage. Um, yeah, yeah. It goes back. It drops down again as you slice it, and it goes. You cannot kill the troll, and then falls over. Awesome. More of its blood spilling onto the ground. Sweet. I mean, we could just use a torch. We just have to kill it. Aurora. Uh, Aurora, Hugh, and Dammit. Go ahead, Hugh. Aurora, Hugh, and Dammit. Hugh! Well, he's already down. Uh, I'm gonna do it. You gotta do it to make him die. Uh, do I have line of sight on him? Yeah, just you can just go over uh, and torch him if you want to save your arrows, I think. Like, just light him on fire. Like, with pitch and it's like stuff. Helpless. Yeah. It's a, he'll just it's, take it over. It's a corpse that you're burning. Brandon's over there, so we one. Do that all the time. Two. Because he's unconscious, right? He's helpless. Essentially? Uh, yes. So Hugh pulls out a thing of lamp oil from his pack and gets out some flint and tinner and basically hold lights on, it on hold fire. Hold on. It's too wet. It's too wet. Uh, too wet. Not that. Uh, uh, uh. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. You can pull. You can get it out with a minor action. You can light it with a standard action. And just light its body on fire. It just burns up in the you entryway here. And it doesn't like wow. flinch again. I mean, it was like dead. <laughs> And Dad. this time it just doesn't regenerate. Alright. 31 damage. Then, uh, Damon damage. has a monster bruise on his Lana's leg and he's just like, ow. <laughs> Alright, Aurora and Damon, Damon finish the fight. Damon, see if you can finish this guy out. If not, I'll do the Fine. Damon, like, limps and wanders back over here. He's still wandering in this fight. Comes, <laughs> okay. comes over to this guy. And just do him a little to mark that's his bread and butter. So well, one's going to be a miss. The other one's going to be a 29 versus AC. Brava. 29 versus AC. 29 versus AC will hit. So that's going to be 3, 7 plus 5, uh, 12 plus 10, 22 damage. 22 damage. As the damage just kind of starts like chop, just kind of almost like acts like motion, just like chop. Chop. And you are bits chop. of its body. It's just—it's literally made of ice, like a regular chop. gargoyle is made of stone. It's just is it dead bits yet? of ice. If it's not moving, kind of dazed, maybe Damon's having a little fun. He's like, "Yeah, your nose is a little weird looking, and uh, oh, your God. horns it becomes ice sculpting." All right, Aurora. With a chainsaw, it's not dead. It's not quite dead yet. Oh my God! Oh, oh, she can't even reach now. The hammer heal heal it. Slowed, remember? Heal it. it. <laughs> I'm slow. Yeah, you're slow because the gargoyle. Still, we'll get more. Can I save versus that first? Right? Did you already have a turn since the gargoyle? Yeah, you you killed it. Yeah, I killed that gargoyle. Yeah, but I never saved. Should I have saved or does it end? Again, slowing. It was just until the end of your next turn. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a. It is a. Actually, the ice gargoyle reverse next turn. So you're fine. Yeah, you're done. All right then. 
Um, so, yeah, not that matters. She's slow naturally, so. One, two, three, four. If you turn against us, we'll get more experience. <laughs> Until you kill me. One, two, three. So it's, it's within range. It's you a, can charge from there. A bat? It's, Across the ice? Yeah, no. don't forget, charge is, is a move and an attack as a single standard action. Charge. But you might It might be interrupted if that if that thing knocks you prone. I'm gonna try something else. Um, All right. She's going to wrestle him. Wrestle him. No, from there, uh, she's going to swing her like swing her hammer, and, and as she does, um, it it kind of flies off of her hand, still connected to this ethereal chain she's got, and it it sends like a burst of uh, like brilliant light at it from a distance. Alrighty. And she gets a 20 versus reflex. 20 versus reflex, not quite enough. Ah. As it's clearly, it's like getting chopped up and dizzy. It's just moving around wildly and the, the light just barely misses. Versus reflex. And it gets off one last attack as it's getting <laughs> chopped up. Oh, this uh, is the ice. Finish it up. Probably oh, against them. And yeah. It's just right there. Finish yeah, it's fine. just gonna... Try clawing at you. The Damon uses his disruptive strike, no matter what. Yep, yeah, I missed two. Dang. But I used an opportunity to attack because he attacked me and missed. I hit that one. 28. <laughs> 28! So it's clawing and it's just dazed and being chopped up and it swings and can't manage to hit Damon as everyone closing in on it just finishes chopping it up and just like crumbles into little bits of ice until like you're not quite sure like is it what dead was it? it was already just kind of moving ice and now it's just smaller bits of ice but it's and not moving anymore it's to the point where the claws like they were clawing and then you smash them and then they just stop moving and you're like i think it's dead or it's like awesome. the sorcerer of the apprentice where it's a bunch of tiny yes, killed but it by did smashing not, his hands. they do not continue to move like that nice Ugh. Hooray! Calming. Very ouchy. You oh. killed the philosophers. <laughs> I know. As Damon is like, ugh. Troll. Like, honestly, you just got whacked by a huge hammer. So. Brains did not hit a single gun. You punched your way through an ice prison, though. That's true. No, I'm th- I thought it was awesome. That was. <laughs> that might have been, like, the best round the Brains has had because I went for. The heel I did check. not use I my strength. Totally didn't expect that. And it totally well, it's funny that like I was able to save her from twenty damage and you were taking like Let's get mad. 30, 40, just just because you were in the wrong place because you were wandering in the wrong place. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I just I shouldn't have wandered. But uh no that was awesome. I think it was funny because Brandis was like, Oh fight! I gotta okay, run over here, I'll jump over here. It was like just 94 damage Dude. that Jeez, man. It's like four hits. So, uh. So, yeah, Damon just, like, uh, sits down on, like, one leg with the other leg kind of out, and he just, like, puts some ice, some, like, snow on it. <laughs> just there. Does this work? He's especially. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> he frowns at it because maybe it doesn't work. And just, like, he's still so exhausted from, like, the couple of nights of, like, no sleep. And like this, this troll fight. He's not fond of trolls. Like ninety nine percent of creatures, it kind of sits there and just like he's very tired for a little while. Some, some ice sketches. Oh, nice. Alrighty. 
sorry, just draw me. It's something I want to draw the best. The gargs. Ren kind of stands there and catches his breath as the fire in his eyes starts to dissipate a little bit. As he kind of returns to the moment, he kind of when he starts casting like that, he gets kind of off in his own little world, and he's kind of is the world called hell? Yeah, Uh, we've seen Ren in his own world before, and he's kind of coming down from that and returning back to his normal self. That's a pretty cool. Really hard to draw those gargoyles. Those are really cool. I like the gargoyle a lot. Uh, is there time for a short rest? Maybe a medium rest? Here? Of course. No, I think we should charge in. Yes, we should charge in now. And yeah, then I uh, spend a couple healing surges. Poor guy. I actually did not take any damage. I used a daily, which upped my armor, and didn't help me at all. <laughs> you know, while I admit Brandis' move there was very cool, it was, I mean, of course, it only... That was very cool, damage. you saved me from... But it was the defenders abandoning the group to protect, to each, protect other. each other. Well, actually, Clearly, I protected Hugh. Together. I did my thing, I, I protected like, Hugh by, by, oh no. by tearing The biggest the person in the group is going to take some ice damage, I gotta get over them now! Well, it is important to free up the defender, although I didn't get to do any true defending. I did, like, I did get to switch spots with you. Well, he let me actually do something. So yeah, because once, once your range guy is in the grasp the grasp of something, you have to do something about that. Because I can hit it without dodging. the danger of dodging. reaction. Yeah. Or at least, unless yeah. it's a super powerful creature. Crumbles. So we're kind of all congratulating each other, I guess. Absolutely. You know, we're kind of like... <laughs> I'm so tired. Damn, so man, tired. He's so tired. He needs a, he needs a nap. God, take a he nap. needs a nap where he's not in someone's journal. Maybe if we don't all sleep at the same time. I know. If we take shifts, do you think maybe we won't have that dream? No, no anymore. Because their eyes will black out and they'll just. <gasps> oh. You can't stop yourself from falling asleep. It's like. Boom. Or no, micro they're naps. S- they're still awake. From. Yeah. It's Freddy Krueger trying to kill us all. I think I know what Aurora's dream background is going to be. You think so? It's the Aurora. She's a human. Very tall. Walking around. Someone goes, Aurora, look out for that anvil. Squish! <laughs> Are you okay? Turns on. I think I'm going to be fine. <laughs> just, just don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm going to go sit down for a little while. Yeah. NW root here. Okay, so. Watch out for the cord. Where are you guys going now? Well, Damon's five-minute rest, or short rest, is in the form of short nap. He literally just, like, dozes off for, like, 15 minutes. I think it's, like, where Brandis just, like, shakes him awake. Like, what is everyone doing while he's sleeping? Yeah. Uh, after he wakes up, he blows a healing surge and looks around at the weird bodies. He was like, not going to catch my breath until he can give me some inspiring words. Uh, Aurora is investigating the, the troll body. Even though it's all burning, maybe there's... Something on it that might explain. The troll something. body smells absolutely horrid. She stuffs snow up her nose. Ugh, the troll body doesn't good. smell like anything. Excellent. <laughs> it's an old underdark. But the thing. whole world smells like really cold. cold. Wow, it's cold. <laughs> good old dwarven endurance. Okay. The troll this just had this big mall 
and really nothing of value on him. Uh, it looks like you basically just walked into some troll's home and killed him. No, he walked out of his home, attacked us. Everyone, that's the story. That's our job. He came to us and attacked us. Right, guys? He killed his friends too, right? No, uh, they attacked us. Yeah, all the invasion rules. specialists. We yeah. were, we were just Dude, going look, to offer. Next time you think of living in complete seclusion, know that some people are going to show up and fuck with you. And kill you. You can't get secluded enough to avoid us. Yeah, this world. I mean, he just it's wanted only to safe to be around. He's like, look, most people think I'm evil. I'm just going to go to the middle of nowhere and just hang out and not have any problems. No, and I'll take my 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 gargoyle buddies. Yeah. The most experienced Sherpa ever. Like yeah. that we that was in this town. He's like, I've never been up this high. No one's up here. This guy's like, maybe I'll be safe. Finally, in the I can be at of peace. the northern hell. Peace to up like there, pursue no my art and write poetry. Yes, he's he's actually got What's several that? Some manuscripts. Visitors? Holy shit! <laughs> Not in no way! No. You guys don't leave me alone. I like that, and it's really sad to me because I go mall like, five. Like yeah, we hit malls against each other. Like he swung down, he was expecting you to meet him, and you didn't, and it hit you and instead. You he's like, him. "Oh no! I'm so <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. We'll try again. <laughs> Stop cutting me! It's not part of the game. <laughs> God damn it! You keep missing when we do this. Stop hitting me. Just oh whatever God. you do, don't burn me Fucking when I go unconscious. <laughs> 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 Damn it! Another day's work. Urgh, trolls. Maybe we're actually the evil ones. Here. No, we're definitely not the evil ones. Fucking trolls. I hate people who live alone. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Engage society. All right. Big eye hmm. with green skin. Green skin. <laughs> He's different from us. We're from the IRS. <laughs> Pay your taxes. All right, guys. Rain it in. So. Eventually, you go inside. Yeah, yes. we do. Must we? Inside looks like a troll home. There uh, is yeah. a little, uh, there's basically just like a little bed made out of twigs and sticks. A little bed? I mean, a, nest? a big bed. Kind of like half nest, half bed. Like, it doesn't look very comfortable. There's a bunch of snow, like, sprinkled into it. Oh, because it's an ice troll. And that looks like where shelter. he slept. And other than that, there are just some shelves with a bunch of, uh, looks like, um, some miscellaneous gear. And there was a, some animal, looks like, um, perhaps a snow wolf. Half a ram uh, carcass. is hanging from the... Well, half a carcass <laughs> is, uh, is, is hanging there. Uh, looks like he was, uh, using it for food. Other than that, though, there's nothing. It doesn't go past, uh, the back there. It's just, uh, it's back? completely caved in this in back? the back. No, uh, no, all the for so the back. far we've broken into two people's homes, and it's just caved and in. Murdered everyone there. It's uh, caved in there, and, uh, cool. like before, like the other place. It looks like it's been sad. caved in for quite some time. Uh, this looks like it was just uh, his home. Also, not a philosopher's temple. On one of the ledges, there are set up four potions. Mm. Troll potions. Weird. To turn you into a troll, or an ice, or an ice gargoyle. Uh, it's alongside like he got some extra weapons and some other stuff, and there's just some uh, there's just some potions just kind of like pushed into the corner, almost as if like uh, yeah. How do you like it? Where they're labeled. There is no evidence that this troll had anything to do with brewing these potions. <laughs> there is no chemistry set. Yes. Sure. They must be very pot? very old. If I mean, considering how else would he have gotten them? Maybe the gargoyles fly around and steal them and bring them back. I don't know. Well, that would be a very weird deal between them and the. Co- you bring me weird stuff you find, I'll give you ram meat. 
Ugh. So I can kill him. Potions. Damon Master looks, Red. even though it's a nasty stick ice troll bed, Damon still kind of looks at it with some, some longing kind of stares. Dude, it's just covered in snow. Make your choice. It's like, it would well be done. cleaner to go sleep out in the snow. I know, but it's just the idea of a bed that's haunting uh, out of this moment. Red rolls a 23 arcana to see if he can figure out what potions are. Just take some uh, time, just kind of experimenting with them. Takes a single drop, you know, kind of puts on the ice, sees how it reacts, looks at it carefully. One of them is a potion of vitality. Oh, we got one of those before, didn't we? Yeah, a potion of vitality? Yeah, I thought we got one. It's a potion of vitality. You drink it, you spend a healing surge, you regain 25 hit points, and make one saving throw against an effect that saves can add to it. I thought we. No, that's. Oh, she does. It's the level 15 healing potion. I had it, but I haven't used it. Badass. Okay. Two of them bitch. appear to be just actually vials of ink. Oh no! He really wants to play. Drink them. Uh, after experimenting with them a little bit, you realize it actually might be quite harmful to drink these. Huh? Jamie looks at Brandon's like, "Why are you saying that?" I have a plus five to resist poison. Says, so Brandis, let's see what kind of a man you really are. Drink some, drink some troll ink. Drink the troll ink. My pee will be black. Your pee is all Damn it. Drink the uh, drink. Drink the ink. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this chanting somewhere in the distance. And the last one is an elixir of aptitude. It attacks you. It is an elixir, and like all elixirs, consuming it counts as the use of a magic item daily power. However, its uh, power is as a minor Ooh. action. Why does it even say minor act? Oh, because to drink it is a minor action. Okay. The effect is for one hour, you gain a plus three power bonus to checks using one skill of your choice. For one hour, you get plus three oh. to something. Is that skill that you choose Anything every time you use it? It's when you drink it. Oh. That can make my Dang. insight into a 20. When, when you drink it, you can make one of your skills. You are more apt to it. So when you really need to, like escaping a giant island-sized monster... Or you make sure that you a tidal wave of rams. A ram wave. <laughs> yeah. Or if a you ram really want to lie to one of your friends. You really uh, need to. They have to. What's your strength? What's your strength? What's your strength? Any weird level? It would never work out between us. Nothing. That would be the lie number one. First lie. I haven't drank anything. Yeah, there's a level 25 version. It gives you a plus five. My next lie. Yeah, it's a level 15 version. I'm a dragon. I'm a lamb with chair. Yeah. I've been totally morphed into a person. I've always been a chair. I've always been a chair. <laughs> I've always been a chair. Okay. Alright. Awesome. Lincoln. Take care. See you later, Lincoln. Don't crush your child anymore. What? Yeah. Don't crush her. Don't crush your child, and if you do, don't take pictures of it and put it on Facebook. <laughs> Run. It's only bad when I pick her up and hold her by her feet. Oh, run. Just Wayne right. Brady. All right. See ya. Later, dude. Teach Lincoln to be a father. All right. Okay. Back on. Um, is this building any warmer than it is outside? No. Can I close the window? There are, I mean, there are arrow slits that are just like creating this huge draft. 
And that part of the wall that was patched up from the inside, it looks even worse from the outside. Like, clearly this is just a bunch of piled up rocks and a whole bunch of wind is just blowing through. This whole thing's like a wind tunnel. Yeah. It's worse than outside. <laughs> no, it actually is worse. Oh, and maybe, you know so how cool. most people heat their houses. Well, it might make sense that an ice troll would cool his house. He's like, it's too cold out there. Yeah, or it's too warm out there. ice on top of two logs in the center of the room. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> he just like rubs it on his face every once in a while. Alright. Is And so th- this doesn't go back anywhere. It's just part of the house. Correct. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, uh, well, so, this path continues over here. The Sherpa is already sleeping in the ice bed. Ew. Uh, Damon looks back and just gives like him a glare. Like again, once again, punked by the goddamn Sherpa. Like, he was looking at that bed. <laughs> now Sherpa's got the bed. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, He's like, just ahead of you. I know. That's always. He's not like club-footed or anything, curious honestly. about it. So, Dalman, whatever, goes out and... Hunchback is different from a humpback. Goes out and kind of looks around for anything more inviting, and just seeing, like, a barren wasteland and mountains as far as I can see. Thinks back to his days on, like, the Great Glacier, you know, north of Narfell. How it was just always just freezing cold. How he wished he had a nice igloo. And then as he kind of keeps thinking these thoughts, he finds he's just falling asleep. Leaning against the wall, he's just kind of those thoughts carrying him in the direction of sleep, and he's just asleep against the wall. Man, in Naaman's new state, do we have to worry about him freezing to death? He is pretty. He's pretty resistant to cold, so I, I think he might be all right. But never, I've ne- never been this tired before, so it's kind of a new place for him. Brandis, seeing Damon falling asleep, standing up, goes outside, and also looks off into the snowy mountains and says, "I've been on a mountain like this before." Amazing. <laughs> Remember that one, one mountain? It's not a mountain, one night. <laughs> it's awesome. Obviously, less. Uh, it's a great big tall thing. Like yes. me. Yes. Made of, made of Bre- stone. Yes, Brandon's Bre- Bre- shorter stories. I climbed a mountain once. The end. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it offered no resistance. Alrighty. So. Beat up that Sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. Uh, and after many hours spent with no rest. But sleeping. Have we? Alright, continue. Yeah. I mean, it becomes more like passing time, really, than actual rest. Once you wake up and you don't feel it, you're no longer like strenuous, tired. You don't have that that tiredness, but you're still exhausted. Like you're all physically just like still completely. Our activity is like strenuous or non-strenuous, but never gets to rest. So the shepherd's sleeping too. Yeah. So we're going to sleep then. Hey. Yeah, strategy. Hey In the middle of the night. Um, oh god. Who said the scene? In the middle of the night. You experience a vision of sorts. You can no longer even call it... You can no longer even call it a dream. It's just it's not anything like a dream anymore. It is just you're there. I mean, you would swear that you are being transported, you know, to this location and watching, although you have no body, you're just kind of... Um, you know, fly on the wall, so to speak. But in this scene, you see a young dwarf. I wonder who that could be. Uh, Dwarfette? It's the hunchback before the, he goes hunt. Oh my goodness, I didn't know he was a dwarf. Uh, 
This changes everything. You you appear to be in a sort of dormitory of, of sorts. It's uh, row, rows of beds, um, classic kind of stone structure. From what you can gather by the symbols here and thereabouts, um, it appears to be an Arathacene temple. And uh, Aurora is, is sitting on a, on a bed uh, in, their, in full paladin regalia, although it is a very familiar old regalia covered in like little little cogs little blue cogs, and, and it's, she appears to be 20 or so, maybe four years ago, and she's... Oh, 20, how old is she again? She's 24. Oh, okay, Coming so. up on 25. So she's four. Four no, years. Four years ago. Gotcha. Four years ago. She's 20. Okay, I got the 20 years ago. And so she, she's sitting there, and it's it appears to be evening time, there are a lot of candles lit, um... But it, the room's fairly empty, there are just a couple people here, and they're milling about, and she's having this kind of serious conversation slash argument with another person uh, who is a, uh, a human male slightly older than her uh, named Farone. Who wants to be Farone? Who's from? I'll be Farone. Okay. not saying anything. Alright. So, human male slightly older than her. Yes? Yeah. And uh, Farone is a, is a young cleric and he feels strongly that Aurora needs to needs to leave uh, because that that's where she needs to be. Uh, he has this feeling like because he being her friend obviously knows all her um, her parentage issues mm. and uh, feels like she's she's not gonna find any answers here and she he, and he kind of wants what's best for her as as his friend and he may or may not have a small crush on her. It's it's unclear. So go ahead. And uh, and they're arguing because she doesn't she doesn't want to go. Leave. Sorry, I didn't quite get where we are. Leave like it, the dorms. Leave, leave first, the set, set the dialogue. Start start uh, with those dialogue. She she says, "I need I need to stay here. It's the only thing that I know about my mother, and it's the only way I'll ever find clues about her identity. It's it's the only way that I'm going to prove Kano wrong about about me." And it's, it's the only thing I know. I, I can't leave yet. I just became a paladin. I don't know. I mean, the family issues are definitely there. You want to be with your family, but at the same time, I think you have better things you can do out there. I mean, I like having you around, certainly. But... <laughs> I can see it in you. You want to see your family at the same time you're restless. I think you want to get out of here. And I think you know you have other places you need to be. She kind of just looks at you and looks away. And and then you hear this kind of half snort from across the room. And there's another another <laughs> male human um, who's a, a, a bit older. He's 27-ish. And 27. is a, a bit antagonistic. Ish. Towards Aurora, and he okay. actually also wants her to go, but because he's a he's another paladin of Arathis, and he's been there longer, and she's gotten a lot more attention lately, because she firstly she just became a paladin, and also she's she's wielding the divine power a lot more easily than he has. Excuse me, the description's kind of short, and just get yep. into the dialogue. And <laughs> and he wants her to leave because of that. He and says, who wants to be? He that? snorts. He goes, "What's my name?" Kanor. Kanor. He Kanor. snores and he goes, 
He says, yeah, what you really want is the open road, so uh, why don't you get out of here and just leave us all alone? She's never subtle, I'm sure he's learned to be pretty direct with her. <laughs> and she goes, shut up, you're just jealous. <laughs> he says, yeah, oh man, what can we do to cure my bleeding heart? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> And, uh... Kador's an ass, but seriously, I mean, there's a lot out there. I mean, yes, this is a temple, and it's very nice and everything like that, but uh, there's far more in the open world than there is here. Check that. Maybe you should stay, because then I'm gonna have to hear about him whining all the time about how you're gone and how he should have told him, I love you, Shut the hell up. Ura just is scowling now, and she looks at Kador, who, even though he's older than her, she just feels like like he's a bit of a jerk and... And she says, that, that's exactly what you would want. Get me out of the way so that you can impress everybody with your substandard paladining. Yeah, exactly. So why don't you leave so, uh, you know, you can be right and I can be here and you can be gone. <laughs> and uh, just as she's about to uh, to uh, escalate the situation, as, as is her, uh, her, her way, she's, um, she's stopped by uh, the eldest invoker of, uh, of Arathis who steps into the room. And she's a. Uh, she's, What's uh, the meaning of this? Female. Well, you know, she's she's a. What's uh, the meaning of this? <laughs> she's she's this? kind of on the fence about Aurora. She kind of sees this, this uh, kind of wandering nature of Aurora that may, maybe she would do better out. But also that she she also hates Kanor, and uh, they don't get along. And so she kind of wants Aurora to stick around, mostly so that uh, Kanor can be put in his place. Uh, but there's kind of this duality with her because because she she sees both sides of the situation more more equally than the others. Her name? Uh, Tulari. Ooh, a pretty name. It's a, it is a pretty, um, pretty lady. And she's a pretty lady. She's about thirty-two though. She's a, she's a, she's probably one of the the higher level people in in the temple. Um, but with not with not <laughs> at, with not without any um. True, true power to kick anybody out or anything like that. She's more of a. Right. She says, um, "I understand you. You want to be here, but I, mean, I understand that you want to go. That's you no, want, I want to stay. You want both. You need both." She goes, "No, I want to stay." Um, I think. <laughs> she she pauses. We appreciate having you around, and we need you around, but you also need to serve Arathis can use your service all over this land. All over this land. <laughs> Kano, he yeah, calls from the corner where he's just like l- chilling. Yeah. He says, why don't we just flip a coin and then she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, looks looks up at Talari, um, who's who's her kind of like senior senior care person, and she just kind of goes, just let me hit him once. Just, just, just one. Uh, but either way, this is not something to be taken lightly. Um, <laughs> She's just trying to... The, the departure of one of our uh, most favored and talented paladins is not something that we should flip a coin over. You get, you get the eye from KR. You an eye. Just one eye. Fearon says, I mean, you've been here for a while. I know you. Your mom was a paladin Arathis, or she was a Arathis, right? All I know, all I know that she, was that she worked at the temple, 
but not not necessarily here. And I feel like if I leave now, then I'm just going further away from Arathis, uh, and I'm not going to find anything out there. I mean, what, what would be the point of me leaving? Well... Kano just raises his hand. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> say anything, but... <laughs> your question. <laughs> and she goes, besides, do you really want me to leave you around with just that guy? Well, not really. But, I don't know, what I want's not really important here. Like, I can see it in you. You want to go, every part of you is wanting to go. But you have, you feel like you have this obligation that you need to stay and worry about your mother. But I think it's misplaced. I mean, uh, what would your mother want you to do? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I well, don't know who she is. I had a mother, and she would want what's best for you. Well, most people have. Yes, most people have a mother, except him. <laughs> except for that guy. If, you, if I give you mine, or if I go and find a mother and give her to you, will you leave? Um. Suddenly, leaving feels better by the minute. Um. Says, uh, service, in service of Arathis, can help clear your mind. Hmm. Perhaps labor working towards in, in, in his glory, and the answers that you seek will become clear to you. And she pauses and she goes, You mean a boon? Yes. <laughs> like, Maybe if I... K- uh, you know, whatever. Kanor guffaws at the idea. And, she, and she's just done scowling at you, and she just kind of turns her, turns her chair slightly <laughs> away from him. And, and she's suddenly caught up with this idea, and she goes, yeah, maybe... Maybe I could, like, ask, uh, ask a favor. If, if I could do my job really well... And, and she kind of trails off, and she goes, yeah, yeah. And she goes, excuse me, I have I have to go think of some things. And she wanders off um, down the uh, down the corridor, and before she goes, she pauses, and she goes, thanks. And then she looks at you, and you, and then she just flips you off. And then <laughs> wanders off down the, down the corridor. And see. And then you awaken, not quite as startled, as it's not quite as a dramatic ending. <laughs> It's like but you blink and it's then... still like you wake and it's like your breath is taken away almost as if you know you haven't breathed in four years. <laughs> it's a really deep breath. Travel through time and space. Aurora wakes up and she's just like Now it's practically the middle of the night. Well, you know, well, these are t- these are shorter and shorter. It's so strong. You when you when you open your eyes, you can still see some of the figures that you yeah. have seen in the vision. This sort of kind of fading out in the corner of your eyes, almost as if they are still here. Awesome. Immediately, as you as hear a, and you realize it's just Damon banging his head against the wall because <laughs> <laughs> he's awake again and so tired. As seems to be, we are growing accustomed to um, of. Finishing these memory vision things, waking up, and then maybe talking about them a little bit, uh, Brandon says, I take it you chose to leave the... No, I stayed there. Really? Uh, no, she... 
Yeah, some she, of that, she's, some of that uh, camera some of that, off on some you. of that dwarven sarcasm just kind of creeps back into her because she really she well she's riding off of off of this wave of just she really didn't like that guy and he gets it really elevated, doesn't he? Oh my god, like no one else. Who's that asshole? Kanar, if if she ever meets him again, I mean, who knows what'll happen? Because she's a totally different paladin now. Hold me back. Hold me back. From the way it seems, you know exactly where to find him. Oh well, who knows? He may be. He may still be there. He may not. Maybe they. Arch nemesis. Maybe they sent him on assignment somewhere, but. I mean, he he was the, he was another paladin there, so oh, yeah. who knows what who knows what happened. She did to return him. there. Maybe he's oh, dead. She? No, I returned to a different. Was oh, it different yeah. temple? I went to a different place. Mm. Maybe he's dead. Uh, maybe I killed him. Maybe maybe. I just, maybe you guys didn't get that vision. Yeah. <laughs> the last shot. It would have been the very bow. confusing. It would just be me murdering. I wonder guys. if that's <laughs> in part of everyone's thoughts as they wake up. They go, "Phew, this was a non-embarrassing one." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you saw it. Sexual sitting on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Who's playing magazine? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. So let's keep uh, let's keep moving here. It's the middle of the night. Um, you just find it so hard to get any more sleep. You know, after these after these events, it's so it's so jarring. Your mind just kind of won't go to rest afterwards. Old Damon comes back. <laughs> no, I mean like literally like yeah, at the point where he has he has so little energy to invest in any sort of emotion as like central as it is to him. He just becomes a very stern person, and you see him like just doing some some exercising or some like calisthenics just to wake himself up, and keep himself, keep the blood moving. That's what it's come down to. And, uh, he has very little of the joviality that is character to him. Aurora's kind of the opposite. Aurora uh, uh, kind of when she, when she's kind of fully woken up from the dream, she just thinks that's kind of funny because she hasn't thought about that in a long time. Like she she's changed so much since then and that memory has been just well she's come a long way and she just thinks it's hilarious that that it all was true that that you know she she did eventually have to come back to kind of work this all this stuff out but in in a way they all were correct (laughs) and um all the people in her in her life, who, who kind of were encouraging her to leave the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the temple for their various reasons, yeah. um, it, it kind of all worked out. She thought it was funny how resistant she was to it, and, and just what kind of person she would have been had she <laughs> actually stayed, because she stood to basically rise up the ranks of the paladin within the paladin ship within the the temple, and she could have become a, a high paladin of Arathus by now, um, <laughs> but. Instead, here she is, and, and she's on a mountain, and she's cold, but she's done some amazing things, and I, I, she's she's actually kind of grateful <coughs> towards Kanar in a way, uh, for kicking her butt out of out of the uh, temple, even though she was resistant at the time. stronger. And she doesn't know if she'll exactly thank him next time she sees him. With a hammer. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no, but. But she, there's kind of a begrudging sort of sense of, you know, it all worked out for the best, actually. And she's laughing kind maybe of to herself about it. Maybe everyone's in their place. He clearly wanted to be there. He, he clearly and she did. maybe needed and wanted to And be she kind of makes a note to maybe maybe check off on Ferone. You know, there's there's kind of this... Booty call. The, well, just this sense uh, of, like... Like, she never realized uh, anything about him while, while they were, you know, friends. But she's starting to think, huh. That memory reminded Uh-oh. her of... How she's old his specs were. Well, he's a cleric. They're more bookish. She's old. 
Chiseled. Chiseled eyeballs. <laughs> for reading. All right. The happy hunchback. <laughs> he's sharpening his picks. Ah. And he just looks out and he goes, can't, can't go up the mountain yet. Too dark. Uh, or or turn, turns to him, you know, and she can see the, kind of the glint of the of the pick in, in the in the firelight or whatever is kind of lighting them up just a teeny bit. Moonlight. And she remembers he was kind of upset last time, and she just kind of looks at him, and in her her best her best like paladin oh hero voice, she, she, she just say? says, "She says, don't worry, that kind of stuff happens all the time to us. It's completely normal." <laughs> she just says. You know, she's kind of like, oh, dream, d- yeah. don't freak out about the dreams. It's it's fine. Although she's trying to say it in a way that kind of it doesn't sound condescending. That like just like they're weird. there. That happens all the time. Ugh, what's wrong with you guys? Well, at least it's not something that we're freaking out about. You know, we're not. He doesn't. Uh, you know, he, he, if he's if he's worried about it, he doesn't. He doesn't let it be seen. At least this time. There was that little glimpse the last time. And now he's just kind of like... He's, 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 he's accepted or... Almost like he's just like... Now he feels like he's on for a ride, too. Yeah, well... Yeah, he seems to be loving this. He's leveling up so much. <laughs> Tons. Dude, I, just, I watched them fight a troll, and I feel and stronger. And I feel stronger. He'll, he'll come back with all these stories about how he defeated a troll. I feel like I can fight a troll now. He's wondering who he's looking forward to seeing the dreams of more next. Frida Kalar, the hunchback. We're going to see his dream. And he's going to be in the tavern with the other guys. He's like, all right, so I take these ventures up to the mountain. And I ditch them in like a beholder cave or at this troll house. And I take their stuff and they die. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. They had no idea how to get out of there. This is great, man. They get lost up there. I make it all, you know, confusing up in the mountains. <laughs> Good, in circles for days. I keep sending out these brochures with a philosopher's temple. <laughs> all right. Says. As you guys are discussing and joking and just passing the time, really yeah, exactly. Just trying to trying to Don't keep active, stay alight. He looks Let's outside, go. and to you, it doesn't look like it's any lighter. And he goes, "It's light enough," and he goes off his picks. I was like, "Well, all right." Determines, <laughs> grits his teeth, makes a snowball, and heads out the door after him. He's already like fifteen yeah. feet up the wall. He's just, 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 just throws a snowball on the ground and hits the wall, going up after him. Um, up the wall, up, up, up. Do we get to make a check? Up, up, up. You want to make a check? Yeah, go ahead and make a check. Stop check it out. Stop check. Ooh. Ooh, got twelve. That's a little thirty-four. Twelve. He's no, five. Another one. Two. Yeah, thirty-four. Athletics and endurance. Oh, oh God. I I'm thought sorry. you were doing something. Else. You get a plus five bonus due to Damon's pretending. I pretend the weather. Fail. To endurance. One fail. What's the DC? Now it's only seventeen. Oh, that's easy. Still I a fail. Sixteen. I definitely got that. Seventeen. Oh, just barely. Nice. I like twenty-six. She's not doing well with the sleep deprivation. What you guys make very good time. Do we have to carry Frida? Very good time up the mountain, especially considering your sleep deprivation here. Yeah. Climbing up, the Sherpa manages to locate some easy ways up. He just kind of like spirals up part of it and kind of moves up these paths. 
only climbs up small areas. For the most part, you're all able to uh, to keep up. Hugh, you know, is finding it. He's just tired, like like just kind of like falling asleep a little bit and having to catch up. And the Sherpa has to slow down, but it's only barely uh, affects you. You get about halfway up the mountain, set camp, sleep. The next day, nothing happens. No, there been. This has been many many oh, okay. days. Only okay, some of the nights sure. have had have had things. Good. Yeah, I'm just amazed. Um, and <laughs> as you reach, it's normal. As you reach towards the top, you get over a precipice, and you realize that the uh, that the top of this mountain is a lot more flat than it is like a peak. You know, it just kind of goes out and just becomes a mesa. Not quite a mesa. It's just you know, it's, mountains don't go like that. I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of goes up, and there's there's kind of an area up there. Okay. And uh, and there's a good amount of uh, area to explore. You managed to get up there in the early afternoon. Like, is the wind you, just like insanely crazy? Like that high altitude, like flat, like nothing else to shelter. Yes. Amazing. It is just really, really strong wind, just blowing the snow up. It is hard flat, to see. Right. It is like the freshest, like clearest, cleanest, like wind that Damon has ever has ever tasted, and it's something that kind of brings them a little bit out of it, kind of this place that's Woken just up a little bit. Such, a, such a pure element that he connects with. And uh, so, yeah, that, that brings him uh, brings him a little bit more, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for a little bit, and he kind of comes uh, comes a little bit out of his stupor for a while, kind of up on top of this mesa. And as you explore up here... Uh, the Sherpa is just happy as can be. He just gets to the top and just sits down and looks out over the thing. And you haven't really seen him take in any sights, you know? It's all been just, like, in order to find the next place. But for the first time you see him, he sits down, he's got his hunched back, and your the boils on his uh, on his face are just kind of, like, reflecting off of the sunlight and the snow. And Come it's just on, like, man. <laughs> and, and he, uh, boils reflect he on just the sun. looks... Happy, yeah, and he's just looking fun. out over into the white, like into the clouds. And he dies. Now <laughs> oh, I can find uh, two I mean, hey, it's an interesting creature. One, one breath out. Is... From being so physically disadvantaged <laughs> in certain <laughs> ways, he's probably seen sights that few eyes have seen. And he just sits there and he says, Tell me if you guys find it. <laughs> and he just sits there. Amazing. You're gonna trudge towards the. So we're searching the cloud. Damon, like, yeah, looks to Hugh and he says, uh, you take lead on this one, love. As you walk around on this, on this, uh, plateau up here, you catch some strange sights out of the corners of your eyes as you're, uh, as you're walking around. It especially catches Hugh's eye because he's not used to noticing something but not seeing it very, very clearly. <laughs> Except for at the Temple of Rama. Yeah, it's only happened one other yes. time that we can really remember. And as you're moving around up there, you realize that towards the center of the of the the top of this mountain here, it almost looks uh, more foggy than usual. Not quite the word to use, but just... Uh, Misty. You look over and it's just kind of this weird mist. Occluded. I don't like mist. Go towards it. And you want to check it out? Explore mist. Yeah, I'm following you. Huge, misty, cloudy thing. Do you have your weapons out? Attack the mist! Damon definitely doesn't have his weapons out. (laughs) He has a pick in his hand, and it's dragging. Um, (laughs) No, he probably doesn't actually have his bow out. He'll pull it out if he sees something. As you get closer, 
the mist starts to uh, starts to change and distort. And as you get closer and closer, you realize that you're seeing something past some sort of uh, there was some sort of point at which, when you were further farther away, you could not see it. And as you get closer and closer, it's becoming more like and more focuses. clear. Like oh yeah, almost like it's focusing. It was just impossible mm. to like see. Like something that goes blurry. Impossible like... to see from more than um, I mean, you're now. 50 feet away from uh, from this kind of almost like lens. Huh. And Weird. as you get... That's awesome. As you get closer... Go ahead. <clears throat> as you get closer... Roll this. Roll it. Oh, I'm so tired. Roll two initiatives and take <clears throat> a lower one. As you reach the peak of this mountain... The air seems to still around you as the wind, which had been howling at your back for so long, ebbs away, as if repelled by some mystical force. Above you, the sky is streaked with thin, wispy clouds, and all is bathed in sunlight, just barely warming your skin against the numbing chill of the mountain. The snow sparkles in brilliant white, pure and otherworldly against the stunning backdrop of peaks in every direction, bursting through the landscape of curling white clouds. The camera pans across the landscape. It's panning! (laughs) What draws your attention more than anything else, however, is what lies just beyond the peak, down into what appears to be a valley, nestled into the top of the mountain. What you see amazes you. Where you may have expected harsh ice and snow, you see lush green hills covered in exotic foliage. (laughs) Strange buildings peppering various plateaus and ridges with flowing, sparkling waterfalls and glittering, gilded, braided bridges spanning one area to the next. From this distance, you cannot make out any inhabitants. But it seems to be occupied by beholders. The great, <laughs> it's the great valley of beholders. But it seems to be occupied. As you note, little columns of smoke wafting above a few of the marvelous structures. It's Neverland. It's totally the great valley. Beholders floating around. Are there tree stars yes. everywhere? There are tree stars. Straight on till morning. I found it. I found it. The great valley. <laughs> Uh, amazing. Damon drops his pick and never picks it up again. Just moves towards the light and the warmth. He and has the, such a huge grin on his face. Yeah, and the, the greenness and the structures. And for God's sakes, let's rest. Finally. Maybe we could just stay here. Oh, there's a sense of no vacancies. No. Also, no. There's, no a pick, there's a pick buried in that sign as Damon walks down into the valley. Uh, oh, you got so a couple sweet. of pictures. Shangri-La. Yeah. Welcome. I can't believe the timing of the music as Kevin was reading that and like a crescendo. That was ridiculous. And you realize that you must have finally reached the Philosopher's Temple. It's better be. Or not be rest stop. And we'll continue on next week. Yeah. yeah. We will continue uh, next week. That was a, like, 
playing. Okay? That was amazing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>